inch by inch, play by play, till we're finished. We're in hell right now, gentlemen. Indeed we are, Al. Indeed we are. And that's exactly what it's like playing in the Hang Cup Fantasy Football League. Join myself and the Kamish, aka the Punt Returners, as we bring you the weekly ins and outs, ups and downs of our beloved Fantasy Football League and throw in some other good stuff along the way. Lace them up, it's time for kickoff. Well... <laughs> Welcome back to the Punt Returners. Brian, how are you this week? John, good evening. How are you going? Very good, very good. Joined by a um, joined by another guest. So that's a few back-to-back weeks now with a guest on the show. It is, and a, and, a, and a resident back in the Diamond Valley, Lucas Wheeler. How are you going? Very good. Thank you, Brian. John, thank you for, uh, thank you for having me. I'm honoured to be called up. Always a pleasure, always a pleasure. Now, we've got a bit... We've got, we've got a bit to go through um, on this episode. We've got a couple little couple little treats for you listening at home and just all the usual, um, just the games and the league and all the, um, the standard goings on. But, um, yeah, so how have you... I've really got nothing to go with. We've done no prep again this week. I didn't really know what we're going to start with, what we're going to kick on with um, either. So... Oh no, Brian, do you wanna you've done a bit of prep there? What have you got on your little No, well that's there? just obviously the dump start and then I'm feeling it Monday. a little bit later on, which obviously we'll get into. Then I've got a couple of questions for oh. uh, for uh, <laughs> Gee, it's going great, isn't it? The big wheels are already trying to play some music in the background <laughs> of the podcast. It's a little bit shook, I As we said about Ricky last week, folks get a little bit sort of oh, you know, when the pick. mic I was trying to get a pick. <laughs> when the light goes red, blokes um, they do they get a little bit shook, don't um, they? But I almost feel a bit Shook here. Like I've done my intro has been horrible. We were laughing, we weren't doing things properly. I don't really know what to say, but we will digress and we'll push on as we always do. Um, we probably should be getting better at this. We've been doing it for how many while? This would be, be our, this has been our worst start yet. Our, our worst start in 11, I think it's, what's this week 11? So, yeah, 11 episodes, and we're off to a uh, off to a stinker, but we'll fix that. Wheeler, how. How have you found how have you found the league and all the goings on this year? Do you wanna just jump in interject and just fucking try to save this drench <laughs> for a minute? Well I think uh, I think we've got twelve players who were above average. If you were to average out the global fantasy football gronk, yeah. we've got twelve players who are above average. So yeah. You're not... Except for Tom. Let, let's say 11. <laughs> I reckon we'll go with 11. Tom does not count well, as being above average. Look, I think even Tom has improved, and injuries this year did take him down a peg or two. But yeah, true. you're not picking up like genuine value on the waiver of wire. You know? yeah. You're really going to have to deal with people who, who know their stuff. And, you know, look, some people, such as myself, have had worse luck along the way, and, you know, you just got to deal with it. And, you know, uh, uh, and I think, I think... The uh, eventually the best players will still come out on top. And is, we, oh, sorry, just quickly. It yeah. is funny you say that about the waiver wire because listening to like a few pods during the week, they and they use they use the Yahoo as their base league, and they always say, "Oh, sixty five percent available, seventy five percent available in Yahoo leagues." You go to our league, and they're genuinely already gone. Never there. Like, they're never there. But um, ever. But like um, even on the Yahoo, like the Yahoo app gives you the little. They do their little bullshit. Um, uh, you know which plays to look at the waiver wire, all this yep. sort of stuff. Yeah. And they'll have like like after Claypool's like breakout week, and they had yep. like 
chase Claypool, bid on him, and you'll get him. It was like $17 or something. Mm -hmm. I think whoever got him in our league paid like $37 for him. And blokes had genuine, you know, $30, $35 bids and stuff. So, yeah, it it almost seems like we're like either blokes are just paying way overs in our league, which when you look at it now, I mean, we're week 11, we still got three three more weeks, including this one of regular season. Yeah. And blokes are down to, you know, single-digit waiver budget. So... Yeah, but like, um, also as we were talking about just before air as well, like we were saying, you know, in our other league, we picked up a, a, a couple of guys who, you know, in our league here went weeks ago, weeks mm-hmm. and weeks, but there's no way they're on the waiver wire anymore. So, yeah, it's, I think you've, you, like, you are right. Blokes have got way more idea of, you know, who's good, who's going to break out. And even small stuff like, you know, guys getting a lot of, um, a lot of handcuffs for their running backs and all that kind of gear as well. So, um, yeah, there's, there's generally not too much left on the waiver wire at all. No, no, I agree. And there's obviously been like a few injuries here and there. Um, COVID's played a little bit, but not too much. But just the, yeah, like back to what Will said, the overall evenness of the league is really good this year. Like, I know I'm topping the table there at seven and three, (laughs) but I'm like, I don't think I'm the best team. I think it's literally everyone could win it on any given week. So, I mean, like going through the top, like, you know, the top two, obviously seven and three, then there's a log jam, got yep. that one right, of like five of us, uh, sorry, four of us on six and four, you know, just sitting under that. Yep. And then even the um, the five and five, Wheeler, who's sitting at eight, I think his team's like a lot better than... I, like a I few was surprised the you were there yes. when I so checked was it I today. Be, so was I. Actually, I. Yeah, like... Oh, a couple, couple of guys had a day against me early and I had to take some early L's on that. But that's that's what happens. I'm, I'm confident that I won't run as bad as who we ran... Last year, I think yeah. it was, when yeah. he finished out of the playoffs with a billion points. Yeah, like you've I'll, got a pretty good... Um, I think I'll push in eventually. I think I think I might slip in and then anything can happen. Yeah. Well, I'm even looking at it now. I mean, realistically, oh, my team hasn't been great, but I reckon it's looking better now. I might be able to sneak Your in. Your team's dog shit. I, no, but like, <laughs> it's I reckon, fucking rubbish, mate. Like, um, we go through this every week. I reckon Sammy will drop out, and I reckon... Um, Sammy B. Johnny Candy will as well. I reckon both those teams... Pretty stinky. Um, they've got two. Sam's got two dollars. Candy's got zero. Candy's so gone underground since he tried to fucking pull that little dodgy with the IR spot yeah. last week. Um, and <laughs> just for you boys as well, make sure with that if you've got blokes on IR and they come off IR, you have to either get rid of them or someone else. Because if the week's games, what's the rule? If the week's games have started and you've still got a player on IR, sorry, you've got one too many on your bench. You forfeit your points for that week. For the you just automatically lose. Was that the rule we set at the start of the season, Brian? I don't know. I think you've gone a little bit off in the holster with that one. But like, <laughs> it's essentially um, I drop the COVID player. Okay, so you're going to just drop the COVID player by the start of the game. Yeah. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, like if I see the the um, the boat just sitting there on IR, I'll just straight drop him and put him on waivers. Yep, no, that's fair enough. Very good. Yeah. Well, did you want to? We will kick into um, this week's NFL results. Yep. Um, I've had a fucking mare here. I didn't watch any games. We had a blackout on Sunday <laughs> night. <laughs> Nothing worse. Oh, fucking Nothing worse. Idiots with the um the trees in that in their yard, and they fell onto lines. So we were out with power all Sunday Arvo, and then it came back on at about midnight, and then woke up Was Monday. there another asthma storm on Sunday night? Was it wasn't an there? asthma storm, but it was, there was a lot of uh, a lot of wind going around. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then the same thing, like, 
Monday morning woke up, went to turn on TV, yeah. nothing at all. So I was watching bits of, I was just watching the Packers game on my phone. Yeah. But just got bits and pieces of that. It was pretty flat anyway. Um, but yeah, so I've just, I've watched a few of the um, the condensed highlights and stuff during the week. But I'm really going to look to you two to steer the ship on this one. Well, um, I, I think we can probably start it off with arguably the greatest catch that us three have potentially ever seen in an NFL game today. As fans, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Like that was just like... Nuke going up and grabbing that against two, and then obviously the third bloke come flying in. Like to be able to pluck it, the hand strength to be able to hold on to that is remarkable. Well, you know he's got the um, the triple XL gloves. Yes, right. So he's got the big mitts. He's got the big Kawhi Leonard style, yep. huge hands. Yeah, it, it's his mitts are three XL, hundred percent. Because I heard, I don't know, maybe Google it during the telecast, they said. The 6XL, and I'm well, like, nah, 6XL is fucking wild. Hey, get an inches thing, because that's always, you know when they like draft quarterbacks? Yeah. It's about inches across from, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, they measure that one to hold the ball or some shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, measure that up, because I'd be interested to know how big his mitts are. ESPN yep. uh, says triple uh, XL hand. Triple XL, yeah, because when they said 6, I'm like, 6 is fucking crazy. 10.25 inches, so still less than Leonard. So, for that, for, so that inches, lads, for, for those at home that don't know, go from the top of your thumb to the top of your uh, little finger and measure across there. I know I've got fairly... I, I, measured, I measured mine again in the context of uh, just sports. Yep. Uh, because I can... I'm just short of being able to palm a basketball. Yeah, I can't palm a basketball. And I'm only kills me. Eight, eight and a half. And yeah. I read one, eight da- and a half. one day that uh, <laughs> if you are less than 8.75, yeah. you are basically ineligible for the NFL as a quarterback. Yes. They will not even look at you because yeah. you can't You can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, That's- again, we say this every week. Very bad because we have some visual props here. I've actually got a pair of receiving gloves from my illustrious days as a wide receiver on a flag football team. But I've um the, so I can't but I I can sometimes palm a basketball depending on what it's made out of, but I'd say no, I can't palm a basketball. I can't. And they like these gloves, for example, these are an XL, yeah? These are swimming XL. No, nah, I'm not though, like these are tight. If you've got big hands than me, you put these on. I feel like I'm going to commit some sort of murder <laughs> or rape wearing these. <laughs> Do you know what? I feel like the penguin in Batman Returns. Yeah. Did you know he had this shiny flipper? Fifteen <laughs> Vito. But like, try the number one. You ain't dropping anything holding these bad boys. Yeah. There's no excuse for dropping a ball. These nah. are the, and they're not even probably the super grippy ones, are nah, they? These are these are the proper professional. I, I paid a fortune for these <laughs> stupidly online when I got them. But yeah, so like, these are an XL. So I wouldn't be surprised if his maybe were yeah, um, even a bit bigger than that. So sort of reminiscent of. Um, is it Richard Rogers who caught uh, um, oh, Aaron Rodgers one? His Hail Mary, yes, yes, it was. And then, um, and then that was the Detroit one. And then he threw he threw another one where um, Janice, the Janice, end, Jeff Janice, in, in the um, in the the playoff game. So, but yeah, going back to how you said the, the best catch you've ever seen. Do you rate it better than Odell's no. the one handed clunk? No. I reckon Odell's no. Odell's looked like. Odell's did look better and obviously it was a lot harder. This one, I just think, I suppose, like, you know, it's, I suppose it shouldn't really matter the context of the game and stuff. A catch is a catch, but going up in triple coverage, and he's not a big man, is he? Well, what makes not? that 
is they know you're taking a Hail Mary. The defenders yeah. know what you're doing. Yeah, correct. So that's correct. what it makes it just purely a, a physical feat to be going back with the flight and yeah. jump out jump three other blokes. Timing, everything's just got to be like... But, I mean, that third bloke coming in did assist Hopkins because he sort of hits the other... I think he might have hit White from the Bills yeah. and sort of pushed him again. But still, to be able to hold on to the clunk yeah. see, like that is... Yeah. See, look, um... The concert I really enjoy, I love the ones like, yeah, obviously, these are hard, but all the player has to worry about, it's just going up and getting the ball. I love the ones where they're dancing on the sideline, and they take it toe falling toe. out of bounds, the toe taps on the line. I think, um, who, uh, what was his name? The one that um, Big Ben threw to the steel. Holmes. Holmes, Holmes, Holmes. That one there, I reckon was one of the best catches I've ever seen. Like that, the way he took that, forget even the stage of the game and the importance of it, the way he just took that one and got both toes down, that was, yeah. That's where, like, some people say how, like, obviously they are quite dumb at times, but the, to have all these other things going on and to know where you are, Fair where enough. your feet are, where, like, everything is, yeah. is pretty amazing with some of the catches. Oh, that, 100%, man. 100%, like, there's so like, much. Obviously, like, I, and the fact they're about to get drilled as well. It's not like, you know. That's the thing. Like, it's yeah. hard. Enough, like, if you've got someone zipping an NFL yeah. ball at you, it's hard enough to just to catch it, let alone catch it, worry about the hit, yeah. and have the awareness to quickly get a foot down or make sure that you're in bounds as well. Like, So how big did you say his mitts were? 10 in, 10.25 inches. So they reckon, I just Googled biggest hands in the NFL and Mo Ali Cox, the tight end from the Colts. The Colts, yeah. 11.75 inches. Jeez. Big it's mitts. It's a big fucking he got the quarter, He caught a touchdown on the weekend as well. And the goat's hands, Aaron Rodgers. Jokes, not Tom Brady. 9.38. 9.38. That's two inches Less than Mo Ali Cox. Two, two inches is a lot. Heats, bro. Over, over the space Heats. of a small yeah. little hand. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, look, I mean, that was pretty amazing. Um, but even if you watch, like, just obviously Nuke's catch is pretty good. But watch what Murray does to get in that position to throw that ball down there. 50 yards rolling to his left. Evades, like, no two, drums. maybe? And, yeah. and then throws on the like on his wrong side, Five foot nine, like, couldn't even see overheads and stuff. But I think, um, did you see the footage that was where Hop was calling for it before the pass? So, nah. like, they, so like, they knew it was, it was going like, to... It was definitely going to Hop. It, was def- it wasn't going to anyone else. He always mm. had it. Mm. He was going to throw it to um, Nuke. Yep. And, yeah, just absolute diamond. Well, he's got... Kyle's got the baseball arm. Obviously, he yes. was going to go there. Yeah, talk, so, talk hate to, I, I hate to bring him up already, but similar to Russell Wilson. Oh, oh here we go. Uh, how, how long did it take? Check, check when it take him, it took, took him. Well, 14 minutes. You know, um, Murray, he chose not to pursue baseball. Russell Wilson yeah. is a professional baseball player. He's a member of the New York Yankees. So, Well, did, actually, Murray took the signing bonus. <laughs> took the cash. took the cash <laughs> and then decided to go into the NFL. So, te- yeah, but I know so what you mean. you're dealing with... The baseballer, yeah. which is just another level, and yeah. Mahomes, obviously, yeah. you got the baseballer. Yeah, you got it's just a, a step above where it just makes no sense yeah. to be able to throw a ball forty-five meters uh, running the wrong way yeah. under yeah. pressure. Yeah, accurately. Yeah, yeah, but I agree. We even know, like, we just go down to the park and we try to sling this thing fucking <laughs> four, uh, 30 metres, and you yeah. uh, your lats one throw, one throw. I feel like a dissertation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fucking. I don't know. That's where, like, I mean, we say it a lot on this pod, but idiots who don't like NFL just can't see these little things that are just flat amazing. Crazy. Crazy. 
Yeah. And I think you, Evan, you showed me during the week, oh, I knew it anyway, but Hopkins is also an elite. He, he, he played college ball he at did, Clemson yeah, as Clemson, well. He did, yeah, Clemson, yeah. Would have been very Rondo-like, I reckon. Like, real point guard, he'd be Where's hands, Walsh, very long stuff. shorts, so it wasn't a good look for him. That was all the, that was the style back then, I the know. long shorts. And I know. Have you ever seen the draft photo of um, TJ, nah, um, TJ Ford when he yeah. got drafted <laughs> so to the Bucks? His shorts so are genuinely touching. So we'll have to get a picture of young TJ yeah, up on the punt returners, Graham. We'll take on the Graham for you at the punt returners for those following Hey, sorry, just real quickly. Speaking of the punt returners, yeah. new little logo this week. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice. It's a nice just, little addition, we actually. Asked, um, we're stepping up, becoming a lot more professional. Um, just a bit of a shout-out to Wemborn for getting his team at work to organise that one for us. I think, was it um, Katia? Or I think that was who he said designed that logo. So They came to us because obviously they wanted to build their brand. They wanted to build their brand. They wanted something for their portfolio. Yeah. So we said, look, we've got a little project, Punt Returner's logo, and yeah. um, it's uh, yeah, come out very, very good. Look, I obviously look pretty good in the... Yeah, um, look, I wanted to touch on that. I think... It kind of looks a bit like Travis Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> Brian's very Kelsey-like on it. Like, yeah, I mean, I've put in hard yards during ISO, so I'm glad that someone's actually... Um, yeah. You, you would have lit up like the 4th of July when you saw the big arms. <laughs> Although the like, little bits are a bit disturbing. Yeah. <laughs> and carrying a little bit in the cheeks. You, know, you said goodbye to that sort of extra flat maybe 20, 20 odd years ago. The, uh, even like, you know, the nicely groomed, like the nicely groomed beard, the, yeah. little, the little eyes Off and that. The but oh. yeah, check it out on all our socials. Um, big thanks to you, Tom Wimborn and all this crew down there for... Um, for putting that together for us. Absolutely. Just makes us a little bit more legit, eh? A little bit more professional. Um, all right, back to the games. Uh, oh, oh, I'm happy to talk this game, Wheeler. Seahawks and Rams. What the, what the oh. fuck happened there? Well, mm. uh, fair to say MVP Russ is slipping a little bit. And Seahawks, I saw, dropped out of... I can't remember who did it, but one of the power rankings. They weren't... Did they? they, they ESPN or something, maybe? No. I think it was on a, I think it was Bleacher Report Gridiron mm-hmm. They had a, yeah, They've slipped out of their Top 9 I believe they do Yeah Top 9 Yeah Which I thought was a bit I thought it was a bit ridiculous If you can get it up Maybe Sure um, Look, Bleacher I mean, Report's Gridiron The Russell's had a little bit of regression His last two games But I mean he was on Excuse me He was on pace for 60 odd You know To yeah, out, out never home's keep record. You're not going to You're not yeah, going to keep that up correct. I do think Um he perhaps is in a, a bit of a mindset of I need to do everything on every drive, mm-hmm. um, but there were some definite mistakes and and you know I listened to his press conferences uh, live actually. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> and, <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> and uh, you know he he just said it plain and simply. He had that awful interception where he should have ran with the ball, but he decided to lob it into the uh, back of the end zone to our third string tight end, which mm-hmm. was a very poor decision. Yeah. Um, Probably threw a, a ball a little bit short uh, to another tight end. Um, he certainly didn't get any interceptions throwing the ball to DK Metcalf <laughs> because you need to throw the ball to DK Metcalf to get picked off, and he just didn't do that, which I think is a massive mistake. We actually talked about this us three um, during the game, like, and like I get it when a really, I mean, you often see like some of the best corners in the league. They, you know, they don't have any um, any interceptions or anything like that recorded for the year. And I talked about it earlier with um, uh, what's his name, uh, Jay Alexander for the Green Bay Packers as well. So when we played, um, I think when we played Atlanta, Ridley come off like four games, five games, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. He'd been having touchdowns for days, yards for days as well. 
And then against... I believe he put up a donut. He put up nothing. I think he got... We had one target. He didn't catch it. So when you see like um, Alexander's line, he kept into nothing. But he gets no interceptions, no picks, nothing. And it's kind of like these really good tight ends, they sorry, these really good corners, they don't get the credit for you know having heaps of picks and this and that because no one throws it their way. But my whole thing is, I don't know, I think that... A quarterback, especially someone like Wilson, who's he's gone on record to say that DK could be the best ever, all this kind of stuff. Do you think that the corner is that much better than the receiver that you've just you'll just completely like abandon your offensive game or throw to that receiver and just kind of because he's pretty much rendered him useless like for that game because he didn't he, he didn't go near it and I don't know I just think as a quarterback. Back your play, and as an offense, back your player in to beat their to beat their corner because you get a couple of catches on them early. Their confidence dips a little well, bit. He had no Do you know what I mean? He went at Gilmore. He went at Gilmore when we played New England. That's what I mean. Yeah, but the I think last year against the Rams, I I, I was actually at that game, yeah. uh, and uh, he didn't throw to him then. And Ramsey was all over Metcalf like right on rice. Like, but I think if you if you teleported Ramsey out for any other human and put him in the exact same position. Russell throw the ball. Yeah, yeah. oh, 100%. 100%. I think Ramsey's like easily top two corners in the game. And he can actually go physically with DK yeah. as well. Like, not many corners can actually do that. I understand what you're saying about like, you know, you should try and throw it near him. But like, it then depends on who you got standing on the other side. If you see matchups that you think you can exploit. Well, he's got locket and stuff, I suppose. You know, yeah. like, you're always, you're going to hammer that. And you see that like, go the other way when... You know, there might have been an injury quickly at a corner, and then they bring in the bloke cold off the bench. They always hammer it straight down yeah, the bloke's throat. Seattle's, yeah. Seattle's big issue, which is probably not is not, not talked about anywhere near as much as the defense, which is awful, but only gave up 23 points to a Sean McVay offense, which is serviceable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Russell has fallen off. Is Chris Carson not being there? Well, I reckon I was about to say that. I, it's big. I think you need a competent running back. Chris there. Carson missed out last year. Remember that game against the 49ers yeah. in week 17? Uh, couldn't get it done. Lynch got a touchdown, but I think it was, he had about 30 yards in the whole game. Just couldn't get the win. Cost the home playoff spot. Uh, same yeah. things happened here. We're down yeah. to we're down to a to DJ Dallas and. Uh, Alex Collins, I think they got uh, just he might have been working at Safeway, yeah. and they've, they've put weird, a, wasn't it? they've put a uniform back on him. Chris out Car- of the league since 2018, and then comes in and becomes his starting running back. Chris Chris Carson's underrated. Yeah. Why he doesn't he, he, he's not he's not super fast in the open field, but he gets he always gets yards after first contact. He is an absolute bruiser, yeah. and not having him. Shuts down the yeah. passing game for your DK. I agree one hundred percent because he can just get you those three yards that you need. Yeah. The other boats you've got running genuinely can't. It's get like that they run into a brick wall. Yeah. They run into yeah. a brick wall and bounce back. Yeah, like when you're relying on Travis Homer or whatever yeah. his name is, like yeah, it's not going to work for you. But it is nice to see the Seahawks on the slide. To be honest, <laughs> I am sort of. Oh man, I'm. <laughs> <laughs> because like now that's given Packers the number one seed in the NFC. Which yeah, wow, fuck. But that makes me. Having said that, I was chatting to a few of the boys that I'm in like a little Green Bay chat with. I don't even know if it sounds dumb, but I don't even know if I want it because we come out of buys historically horrible. Like we got mm. smoked out of our buy this week. Then we lost out uh, this year. We lost out of it last year. So almost like I I think we play better like. I think the last few years when Rogers has run the table to get us into the playoff, mm. I like us having a bit of momentum. So, look, who knows with playoffs, it might be a different story. Yeah. I'm definitely not going to complain if I get it. But if we don't, mm-hmm. I don't think I'd be that that upset. 
especially if we run into a, um, you know, I don't, I don't think, I think outside the Seahawks and that it's not super, super strong. Um, yeah, I don't know. Like I'm, I wouldn't be able to disappoint if we didn't get the week off first week of playoffs. Do you actually think you're a Super Bowl chance, though, John? Oh, I think at deep, no, no, only because I think we're a chance to make it definitely, but our, deep, really our defense is not going to be able to stop um, like a rampaging Pat Mahomes in that offense, or um, yeah, one of those. So yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just reckon our defense is just nowhere near up to it. Like we'll get into obviously later on, but it's going to be interesting to see if Winston can unlock the. Um, the New Orleans offense a little bit more, yeah, because it looks like what's his name is going to miss for a few weeks. A few with a, with a uh, punching line, yeah. So, but if he can bring Thomas out, or even you know create a little bit more downfield, it's going to be interesting to see if New Orleans are actually going to end up pushing for that top spot against you both. Well, they, well, they went 38, 33 yep. zip or yep. three against yep. Tampa Bay. Yeah, I think NFC's hasn't got a clear. Leader at the moment, I think they've all got flaws big time. Yeah, it's yeah. not like it's every not like the team has put up an absolute yeah. abortion of a game. Yeah, correct. Uh, yeah, so it's hard to say that anyone is infallible. Yeah, with New Orleans, I like, agree with that. I mean, we know it's exciting. Well, it's good. It's good for going candy because he's got Thomas and um, yeah. We know Wins is going to sling the ball. That's what he does. He'll be throwing all. He's going to throw two interceptions. I but that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing. Well, yeah, he's had his eye surgery. That's so. it, yeah. <laughs> How, how much 30, 30, how much of the deceptions gonna how much are they gonna come back to cook him? That's the only issue I think yeah. with him playing quarterback now. But at least he's gonna get his chance. It's gonna be good to see. Like, 100 percent yeah, 100 percent You know, and you never know, Brees could take a little bit longer to bounce back. He's 43 years old or 42 <laughs> years old, so he, he got the puncture lung during the game, or did he? He go got drilled on a tackle into the uh, turf. Very oh, large yeah. man fell yeah. off. Off of they off of them. Just like from some and they threw a flag. I thought he was nothing in it, it, and they threw the flag. It was a fucking disgrace. It should not have been a um, roughing the passer at all. He had nowhere to go. It was as he threw. Yeah, like what? What is a three hundred pound bloke? He can't stop. You know what I mean? So, um, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens there because I, I do agree with what Will says, where he's like, "There's no real clear, clear um, NFC team." I don't think there is. No. Nah. Um, the fact that the Bears are still in the playoff hunt makes me sick. Oh, the Bears. Do I love the Bears, Brian? I needed you guys to put up a score on defense for me, and they did. Well, they got a call, Daryl. He tied the NFL record for uh, punt or kickoff return kick touchdowns. Off. Yeah, kickoff return. He doesn't take the punt returns, which is weird. He only ever takes the kick returns. Some electric footage of him two years in a row. Run him on back now from the old sky cam. He's an absolute. For some reason, you just see his gaps. Yeah, he does. That's exactly um, right. And yeah, he absolutely dominates. Um, but yeah, it was good by the Bears. I'll, I'll mention them a little bit further down because I needed them to have a stinker and they did. So I was happy with it. Um, I'm actually right. going to hit waivers right now and add Cord Daryl. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> this isn't live. The box would really be getting on there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I actually looked to um when we were. So I think. Last week, Crooksy had he needed a tight end. Yeah, um, he needed a tight end to play because uh, both his were on a bye. And I thought it'd be funny because as our, as the rule in our league stands, it's yeah. If you don't field all positions on the yeah. part, you lose your points that Correct. game. Yep. So like um, I thought like as a gag, it'd be funny. Go and pick up, but then quickly drop all the tight ends on waivers so Crooksy couldn't pick one up and have one for the week. It would have imagine been... the phone call I would oh, have had to have Oh, mate, he would have lost his mind. But then, 
when I went to the waivers, there were 250-something oh, tight ends available. Yeah. Oh, it's generally going to take me five and a half hours. So <laughs> there goes the fun in that. If it was a defense, I could have maybe done it. Um, but yeah, winding it back to Friday's game, which was Thursday Night Football America, mm-hmm. um, the Colts, the decent-ish winners against the Titans, 34-17. to 17. The Colts low-key mean business, I think. Well, they've got a lot of good players. Mm. Like, well, they've, Yeah, they've got a lot of... Um, Good above average players, I think is the best yeah. way to describe them. Talk to T.Y. Hilton though, Brian, your favourite. Well, you know how much I even hate the Colts in general. <laughs> For some reason, they've done nothing to me ever, but I just hate the Colts. But yeah, I mean, T.Y. Hilton absolutely stinks. He's stunk for years. But um, <laughs> if if Philip Philip Rivers is going to be their barometer, if he is uh, serviceable, I think they can win games. Yeah. As soon as he starts being terrible, see you later. That's it. He's only got to be just above average for them to be competent. Well, where do you, where do you reckon the Titans are at? Because I know they started the year in a um, what is it? In a, not in a blaze of glory, in like a hot, in a hot flame or something. They started the year. No. What is it now? There's been a little bit of controversy around these little statements that you do. <laughs> Some people have said that you know he can't be serious that he doesn't know these now Snap. Oh, I've heard you on record say that you know 99% of these I get like, just brain salad sometimes and I just like I know what I want to say but if for some reason it just maybe it's the pressure of the podcast Brian but they just don't come out <laughs> the way I want them to you but, get brain cells or brain dead no Which one? brain salad brain salad brain salad, brain salad. <laughs> <laughs> like that have you seen that reporter that um, that video where she's doing the have you seen the one where she's like giving the live report and she starts talking and then she just starts just saying gibberish words? No. You you honestly haven't seen it? Well, we have to get it up in the well, um, socials. Like, I think she's talking and um she's like yeah and the crow came in on the weekend and there was a and like everyone thinks she's having a stroke live on air. It's Is that Mel's worst nightmare? Mel can't say the word aluminium. She'll hate me saying this as well. She can't say the word aluminium. She gets. When she comes home later, we'll get her to try to say it on the pod. She'll go red as a beetroot. But she can't. Her brain just goes crazy. And she goes like, aluminium? Aluminium? Aluminium. Aluminium. And she just can't do it. It's it's the funniest thing ever to watch her try to do it. Watch when she comes home. She'll be filthy for that. But yeah, we'll get the video of the report up on the podcast. It's one of the funniest things you've ever seen. Yeah. But um. Yeah, anyway, back to what we was... What were we talking about? I oh, don't know, you were waffling about the, the Colts. Cult. for some reason. No, um, oh, sorry. Yeah. You, got re- you got really embedded on the Colts. The Titans. So they... Um, oh, the Titans. They... Let's just say they were like a bull in a china shop at the start of the year. <laughs> I don't think that works, but we're going to run with it. Very and similar story after the Seahawks season. They have dropped off a bit, eh? Yeah. Yeah, so, but like, Tannehill was playing better. When he plays, like... what I think he only had 10 fantasy points on the weekend, and he was... Might have only thrown for about 100, there you go, 147 yards. And Henry, or... He did everything. Yeah. You know, it was, it was just on him. You know, like, he, he's still running for 100, but... Yeah, they, they've lost their best, which is one of the best left tackles in the game, is is from their team. And they're just struggling to get um, a bit of protection. Speaking of left tackles, see... Uh, Green Bay just played Bakhtiari, 105 mil. When you read the, the, I had no idea who the fuck that was. That's the biggest... Contract for I don't know if it's often a left tackle or just an offensive lineman in NFL history. Great, massive, yeah. Big he's, brass. he's very good. Big, big skull of beer as well. You were yeah. seeing the videos of the Bucks game. 
unfortunately, Aaron Rodgers couldn't really skull, skull and beer. That was that wasn't a great look for the great man. Is that to protect your next QB or? Well, that's Mar Love, isn't it? Uh, Jordan Love, Jordan Love, Jordan Love, my man. Um, <laughs> but now nah, let's. All right, so let's move on. What do we have? Uh, Lions, uh, Lions, Washington. Don't give a fuck about that. We're not talking. Skip over some of the froth, yeah. mate. Uh, <laughs> We're not even going to talk. Green about Bay Jags. Well, we will talk about that game we because of. Yes, I was going to actually save this for later, but ladies and gentlemen, we have our second yeah. inductee into. Don't make it too loud. Dubs doesn't like that. <laughs> um, our second inductee into the punt returners Hall of Fame with um, Keelan Cole. Um, I think it was 80, 80 something yards. Maybe I might be wrong on that. Should house call. Yep. Straight uh, to the house off a punt. So well done to Keelan. That's that's the second one we've got um, with Jakeem Grant. I think the first one was a few weeks ago. We did try and get him on the pod, but um, we I'll, haven't heard. I'm going to try both of them a bit harder. I reckon we're going to sniff to get him on. I reckon for the Super Bowl show, we should get them on. That will be good. Actually, I'm sure they're doing stuff Super Bowl. Nah. <laughs> Mate, they'll come on. They'll sell Old Spice. They'll fucking do something for Pepsi. They'll do something. They'll have something to sell. Real side note, it's a bit flat. Have you heard... We'll go back to Keelan in a second. Have you heard what they're doing instead of the Pro Bowl this year? No. So I think they're getting all the players that get... Hope. Have, have you heard? All the players that get... I, I hope I read this right. Who get um, selected to the Pro Bowl. It, because instead of playing the games with all the COVID and the wrists and stuff, I think they're doing a Madden tournament. Right. Yeah. The video game, Brian. Oh, well, thanks for bringing that to the pod, John. I appreciate that. That's a, that. good, a good little... Oh, Imagine so how bad Russell Wilson would be in that. <laughs> oh, oh, if you're in, you can Google while uh, I'm doing fine. that. Just like, just like another tidbit I, I saw during the week, which Please. is football related. Mm-hmm. Do you know um, Ballers, um, what's his name? Ricky Jarrett, who's also Denzel Washington's son. Yeah. We all knew that. Did you know he got he played, it was on the Rams list as a running back for four seasons? Really? Undrafted free agent. Picked up by the Rams was running back on their list for four years. Now I would never have picked him as a running back. He doesn't look like the. He looks pretty dude. slight. Very slight. Yeah. I would have thought wide Maybe he's trimmed right off. Don't know, but yes, he was there, and I think he might have played some Canadian League football as well. So just a bit of. I like to bring these little tidbits to the pod for you to share with your friends. He's in pop culture. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he's in a movie now. A Chris Nolan joint um, Tenant or Tenet. Tenet or something. Oh, Tenet, yeah. Looks a bit Matrix like. Not really my cup of tea. I'll it's probably gonna be an absolute cracker, of it. I reckon. I don't know what to get the day. He said it's very good, but you got to pay attention. I'm not a big pay attention guy, Brian. As you're you know. more into your sort more of your classic ADHD sort of setup. Oh, like give me oh, just something simple like a Rocky Rambo. Those are more my skis. Um, Hocus Pocus. You know, it's my favorite. <laughs> nothing, <laughs> nothing with substance. I think is the best way to describe the films you enjoy. Um, so yeah, no, Packers will leave. We'll leave that day one. Uh, Eagles Giants could not give a fuck about that. No. The Cardinals Bills, we touched on it earlier. Um, yeah. That was an absolute cracker. Like, I'll, I'll sit there watching that whole game. That was an absolute ripper to watch that one. Well, it gets lost in the wash how good that drive was by Allen to take it down to dig. Correct. Well. Like, correct. Yeah. He had that game because he had a little bit of a, a bad last few weeks, and I, I thought he stepped it up. You know, like they're two pretty good teams. Two the very good teams, the, yeah. The Bills. So, um, yeah. Oh, I think that was probably arguably the, probably the pick of the weekend. Oh, it? easily without yeah. yeah, yeah, without a shadow of doubt. Um, that's right, shadow of doubt. Um, Dolphins two are taken by lower. Go three, three zip, zip. Make yeah. a noise. Sleeper in the NFC uh, AFC East. 
Six, yeah. six we operated after um C's quite after the game was all during the week. But like he goes, Oh, I thought it was gonna be a lot harder. This NFL stuff isn't really that hard or something oh, like shit. that. Did he wear a dress to the game again? Oh, I don't think he did. No, I didn't see, I still haven't seen the dress. Sorry, I have to get you the pick of him. You've got to be careful. He, a bloke in college drilled him and broke his hip. A few NFL linemen might be after yeah. him. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But um, yeah, no, very, very good win. 29-21 20, uh, 20, yeah, over the Chargers. Um, so that was another one. Any other games that tickled your fancy? We've already touched on Seahawks, Rams, Raiders, Broncos. As I keep saying... Yeah, the Broncos aren't that great, but the Raiders just keep chalking up wins. Derek Carr wasn't great either, but they just keep keep chugging along. Uh, just on that. Go for it. Um, Raiders are playing the Chiefs this weekend, again, for the second time, given mm-hmm. that they're in the same division. Yep. Um, Chiefs coming off a bye. A couple of years ago, the Raiders played the Chiefs on a Thursday or Sunday night game, mm-hmm. and it was potentially the worst... Display of professional American football that was <laughs> by the Raiders. I do remember this game. Now, Andy, after the Raiders beat the Chiefs earlier this year, a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, uh, apparently, this is just my mail, <laughs> the Raiders did a lap of Arrowhead in their bus. Oh, boy. And Andy Reid, apparently, has been saying to his boys in those uncertain terms that he... Wishes to a bit of retribution for that lap. So here we go. So for those who are betting, I was gonna say empty the wallet on the Chiefs this week. For those who are betting, I'm taking the Chiefs at the money line heavily. I'm gonna get you the line right now. I'm taking Pat Mahomes to finish as QB one <laughs> league wide. A great result for the Donkey DK country. Uh, and I think maybe just look out for a good old fashioned just, fill up. Yeah, a fill up. John Gruden. He's not quite. He's not quite ready to handle probably the, uh, a fit and firing Chiefs at their absolute best. So I reckon there could potentially be 40-plus on the board uh, before the end of that game. Yeah, well, right. If we, after our promise of... So the line's at seven for the Chiefs too, just at the moment. Yeah. I yeah. reckon that's at least at least worthy of 100 sheets. <laughs> well, so um, after our promise of, I think it was week three or something, right, where we promised to put on a multi every week. Yeah. But that's really good cool by the wayside. <laughs> Well, mate, yeah. let's start with the same game on that one. Just really <laughs> boots on the Chiefs. Yeah, it's safe to say the Chiefs and Mahomes will be featuring heavily in this week's part return of multi. <laughs> we'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> if it didn't have dirt kicked on it, that thing. But, yeah. um, yeah, so... I'm still yeah. waiting for my Donald Trump bet to come in to see if that's going, if that's going to be paid out for me. Did you bet on Don? Oh, just as a little bit of a side. When he got Don to win. When he got down to $1.16, I put, uh, what did I put on it? $2. When he got right down to that. So. Why? Oh, no, just, as a, just as a lot. <laughs> to win a big $5, bro. He's a big, yeah. big, big money spender. Anyway, you lost. Well, it's almost a waste of time just going into that ad. Right, well, it was just that. sitting there. I had some coins sitting there, whatever. Um, uh, Steelers keep on stealing, as we like to say, and beat the Bengals pretty easily, 36-10. On a weirdest discussion during the week, yeah, they're winning. I still just don't rate them at all. I don't know why. I just, I just think come Super Bowl and come playoffs, they're going to shit the bed a little bit. I can see what ha- happened to them, what happened to... The Steelers, ah, uh, the Steelers, the Ravens last year, where they, you know, dominant during the regular season, but got a little bit overwhelmed come playoffs. Now I know Big Ben's been there and done that before, but 
his receiving core, and just, you know, a lot of the other team haven't. So I just don't know how they'll go on. I reckon it's because game. they're not doing anything like... It's uh, not like highlight reel stuff. Yeah. Correct. Correct. So like, yeah, I think they're just, they've got a... They've, like Big Ben obviously threw for a few more yards on them. They've got a decent defense without like an unbelievable defense. You've got like Connor sort of doing enough, but not like ripping off any 160 yeah. games, yeah. three touchdowns. They don't rely on just one player. No. They've got, they've got a... A very good receiving core with three of them there. Yeah. Um, and you got Tomlin, who's obviously a good coach. Tomlin's a very good coach, yeah. But yeah, I think it's because they're not flashy enough that like you don't see enough of them on the high, highlight reel. So if you're not watching the games, Correct. like red zone, they just sort of tick over, don't they? Correct. They don't really do anything else. I think there was a statue in the week that Tomlin's the only coach in history to, like so far he's gone... Every season over 500. It's pretty good. Can I be a bit of a bit yes. of that guy about the Steelers? Go. Here's their first four wins. Uh-huh. Giants, Broncos, yep. Texans, Eagles. That's what I'm saying. Stink, stink, stink. Yep. yep. The Browns. Yeah. Who they just always beat the Browns, don't uh-huh. they? Then the only good teams they've beat are the Titans by a field goal. Yeah. And then the Ravens by four. And they barely beat the Cowboys. And they yeah, just true. beat they just beat the Bengals. That's what I mean. So like it doesn't really it doesn't sort of it doesn't speak, jump off it doesn't the jump page. off the page. Yeah, it doesn't jump off the page. Yeah. Um, now I think we're all in agreement here that Steelers. Yeah, they're sitting nine and zero or two, ten and zero. Nine and this week nine. Ten and zero. Uh, nine and zero. Um, yeah, sitting pretty at the top. I know our listener. Yeah, no, fuck that. I know. Um, I know one of our listeners, Michael Macon, is a very big Steeler man. No, he, no, no. Hold on, hold on. He seems to be coming well and truly out of the closet yeah. now that they're nine and no, zero. No. Like posting about it on Instagram. <laughs> and, oh, you know. I, I can give a couple of weeks without Claypool on the back. When Mason Rudolph was his quarterback last year. I didn't mm. see him fucking posting about a huge W. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So. Um, and then just running at this week, we Patriots Ravens weird win for the Pats. Ravens off the boil a little bit this year. They just can't seem to find their groove. They, they, Bill just has like running quarterbacks covered, mm. is what he does. He just coaches against them really well. So they need something from Big Trust with um. In, that was the Ingram thing. Do you remember the interview? I'll no. meet you by the bank. We the, the Big Look, Trust. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but I'm sure I've seen it. It's very good. Um, we told you. You can meet him outside the bank if you don't believe that uh, Lamar Jackson was the MVP last year. Uh-huh. Um, sure. It's actually one of the great interviews. We'll get, we'll get on the page at the Punt Returners. Please. And Vikings-Bears, we won't touch on. We'll leave that for your dumb start. Which, oh no, unless there's anything you guys want to interject from this week's game, you can jump right in. We won't jump right into the dumpster, but... No, no I'm going to change it up this there. week. You yeah. know, Victoria's hit 19 days in a row of... Uh, no cases. So I'm feeling positive. John. Hallelujah. Right? So I'm going to go straight into, I'm feeling it. Oh, here we go. And, here we go. <laughs> and I'm just going to start it straight off the top with, uh, obviously, you've already pinched it. The Steelers are rolling on. So you do have to give them a little bit of credit for the 9-0, even though we just lambasted them. One I've got from feeling it, Daniel Jones, sneaky fast. Absolutely. I bet you did not see that. Like, did you see his touchdown on the weekend? He was fast when he fell over. Like, remember, yeah. Remember they did that speed comparison thing, yeah. and he wasn't. It, it was him versus DK versus I want to say Hill. Yeah. And he didn't lose by that much over like I think forty yards or something. He's very, he's very quick man. 
He looks like he's probably rooted his cousin, but he is unbelievably <laughs> fast for like a white nerdy dude. Yeah. Oh, I don't Where know. Eyes don't... are very close together. That sort of indicates yeah. a bit of... <laughs> yeah. I reckon something's going on at the back of the barn shed. At some stage, uh, maybe these uh, auntie and uncles might have uh, been his father. I don't know. Who knows? But anyway, he's fast. Oh, I'm impressed when he runs. He is. He, he's yeah. very quick. Um, but so, what, there was this Daniel Jones stat from the other day. Um, his win against the Eagles was his first win against a non-Redskins team in his career. Really? Yeah. Sorry, who? Oh, no. I think he beat the Tampa Bay, maybe. No, nah, Brian. We're... We are politically correct on this podcast. Oh, the racial slurs. Racial, sorry, <laughs> racial slurs. Racial slurs. Speaking of that, see, I saw today, you, know, you brought my attention the other day, sorry. Now, the the Blackhawks, your mob in the NHL, they're under fire now with their logo. No, only because Adidas. Adidas, yeah, fucked in there. Yeah. That wearing their skirt and they decided not to show any. The, the only team who they didn't show their logo. Yeah, correct. It was a fucking disgrace. Oh, they did like a side view. You can Those almost, don't know you saw it, but you could almost see the Blackhawks logo, but Adidas turned it so they weren't, didn't show the jersey. For those who don't know what we're talking about, um, Adidas are the official uh, jersey sponsors of the NHL, which is yeah. the hockey, and they bought out some um, their like Retros. retro round jerseys for this week, and they did a big photo shoot with every team standing there with the jerseys, you know, the big logo front and centre, but on Chicago's, the blokes turned to the I side. I didn't want to show the chief. No. Yeah, because like, they didn't show the Blackhawks' chief, which this on political correctness. Um, what, 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 what do they call it? Um, Whitewashing. Nah. Um, cultural. Uh, cancel culture. Culture. Cancel culture. And no cultural appropriation. Cultural appropriation. That's what I'm looking for. Cultural appropriation. It's getting ridiculous because if you actually do a bit of research into it, the Blackhawk, I believe, was a like a leader or like, a fearless leader in war or something of the Indian tribe back yep. in the day. Yep. I'm. Not super wrong, but I'll probably not get the facts 100%. But yeah, so it, it, it's actually celebrating like the Native American. This one actually is. This yeah, one this one's celebrating the Native yeah. It's not like they call the Chicago N words, is yeah. it? Exactly. It's like yeah. a black boy is, not, is yeah. not the same. But yeah. I get the Redskins. It's skin. different from Redskins. <laughs> like, Redskins, the logos and stuff isn't that bad, but it's probably the title of Redskins. Redskins is kind of ideal. like a bit of like a like a it's not, not a racist word, but it's kind of like sort of picking fun at them kind of thing. Believe what um, it's what the uh, the Cowboys used to refer to. Yes, correct, correct. Yeah. Whereas this is celebrating a Native American. Now, if you're going to cancel this, does that mean you can just or you just cancel everything Native American completely, which is fucking ridiculous? Like, yeah. I just think this cancel culture. It's all driven by these fuckheads that just sit at home on their computer all day. They genuinely have done no research, don't know what they're cancelling. They yeah. just want to complain to complain. And it's the soap dodgers in Brunswick. One hundred percent. They're one hundred percent is. Yeah. yeah. I blame Twitter and all that for this sort of stuff. It's anyone's got a voice these days. Some of these voices need to be silenced. True. Agreed, John. Agreed. I'm glad yeah. we have our platform to get our words. Yeah. <laughs> I think as somebody with a platform now, it is. We need to get out and just say that it's just getting fucking ridiculous sometimes. And I'm sure there's a lot of Native Americans that... You know, Want to be um, represented in American professional sports. Yeah. Exactly. And they'd be offended that they're going to get rid of this. Or they're not going to get rid of it, but, you know, they're doing this sort of stuff. So. Well, I think someone said to me the other day, what are we going to do next? Get rid of the helicopter as well? Yeah, like, correct. What are we going to do? Correct, you know what correct. I mean? Like, it's a bit fucking... You know, where's the line, John? As I say. Uh, Brian, I couldn't agree more. You know I'm super passionate about this, but we must digress. Others will be here for days. Um, Alright, so. Oh, so yeah. I've obviously got. I'm so feeling, feeling it. it. 
Yeah, I'm feeling it. Um, Obviously, Nuke's catch. Um, One thing we didn't touch on before, great advertisement for Jumpman. Yes. Um, Everyone saw his glove. I think he was only recently moved to Jumpman too because I thought he was an Adidas athlete for quite a while. I thought he'd been with Jumpman for ages. I thought he was Adidas for quite a few years. I think you might be right there. I think you might be right. Sort of just plays on the uh, Yeezy jumped over Jumpman in that instance. No. No, the opposite. No, Jump, the other way. Jumpman jumped back over Yeezy. Yeah. So someone like Drake needs to get, get on a lyric and just go back at him for that one. <laughs> but yeah, obviously, yeah, I'm feeling it with the catch. Um, that was awesome. Um, I'd like to send a shout out to Nick Foles. He was fucking horrible. Um, I had the Vikings as my defense this week. So they, I needed, I think I needed four points to get the victory over... Uh, Two Girls, One Cup, which I'm still horrified by that video from last week. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I needed Nick Foles to be terrible. He was extra terrible, terrible through a pick on his first throw of the match. Um, then went off. Did, I think he went with a hit pointer. Did you see him get carted off? Yeah. That was one of the weakest things I've seen on an NFL film. Was it great? Like a hit pointer. That's what he's been, you know, like whatever. So I'd like to send a shout out to Nick Foles. So thank you for being terrible. I'm still not sure who we actually put in as the backup for three throws in that game. But um, yeah, so he's, I'm feeling it. That's fantastic. Um, I also like the Raiders. I feel like it's good for my other fantasy team with you, John. Um, Jacobs is actually having a pretty decent awesome season. season. Yep. Um, obviously, Waller's also doing pretty good. Oh, um, I've got no problem with the Raiders. I'm just yeah. saying, look for them to potentially yeah. get filled in this week. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Everyone has their up weeks and plenty of folks have their down weeks. So, the Raiders are feeling it. Um, and finally, the GOAT did it again. Had a lovely week. Um, just cements himself like dominated again, John. Back against the wall. Whenever blokes want to write the goat off, he just does it again. Like he's forty-three, took he, down Teddy two gloves. Teddy two was, gloves. Yeah, the the, the 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 dangerous, scary, big bad Panthers. That was a uh, ooh scary game for the goat. Fucking ridiculous. I'm just glad you referred to him as the goat. So <laughs> feeling it. That's end of the highlights. Do you boys have any highlights for the weekend? Uh, Obviously I just, the punt returner as well, but. I mean, we've already touched on The punt return was my highlight for the week, of course. And, yeah, as we've touched on, and we've, we've talked about to death, the catch. I just think that was, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Um, extra good. I was extra happy with it because I've got Kyle Murray who threw in that ball. So there was a, what do you get, like 40 yards or something, 50 yards. Actually, I have to thank the new too because I got the touchdown and the 45 yards on and the last second what, against Rick. That's what won you your matchup this week. How many points would that be off the top of your Wheels, you're good at that stuff. 45 yards is what? 10.5. 4.5 and then the... Oh, plus half point reception, that's an 11. There you go. So I got an 11 in one second. Yeah. And how much did you beat Ricky by this week? Uh, five in the end. There you go. So there's your W right <laughs> so there. Eat a dick, as they say, Ricky. <laughs> he me so bad. Oh, he was, he's been bleeding all week. Like... <laughs> He definitely comes from... There's a couple of blokes in our league, as everyone knows, who um, are all fairly similar when they come to critiquing their teams and how, you know, I left this on the bench, I left that on the bench. Oh, my God, I hate fantasy. I love fantasy. You just described my whole week. All my rollercoaster promotions that is this So season. there's a few people... And then there's the rest of us who sort of just don't give a fuck and just play and whatever. But, um, yeah, eat one, Ricky. Um, now, let's get into the dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one? <laughs> it's even worse live. 
Um, let's start off with the Texans and the Browns. Did you catch any of that game? Well, Texans? I mean, the weather was not. I know, but like, what is it? Was it was in was it in Cleveland, obviously, because yeah. the roof. What yeah. the fuck's going on with Cleveland weather though? Because that's two weeks in a row the rain was coming in sideways, like yeah. just disgusting conditions. But yeah, um, ten to three. I don't even... 10 to 7. 10 to 7, yeah. sorry. So, I reckon that would have been on red zone for maybe 20 seconds, yeah. that game. But, yeah, anyway, I still don't think the Browns are any good. I don't like the Browns. Well, not, I mean, particularly now they've lost Odell. Yeah. Odell. Uh, oh, so, touching on Odell, we'll, we'll get this after this segment. Oh, we've got a story. Will. Will's actually got a story of An a, exclusive. A, a live... Podcast exclusive? A, this is a world first. Yeah. This might get picked up by like TMZ, TMZ, Bleacher Report and stuff. TMZ. So if you're watching, tag, we want Bleacher Report, TMZ, TMZ House of Hollots, maybe Clutch Points, all these uh, all these networks. We'll get some, some Odell stories out there. And so if Odell wants to get on Cleary's name, more than happy to have him on. Come he on. He wants to throw us some, uh, some night swag as well. No one's going to be complaining about that. No. Um, We'll get to that maybe after the dumpster, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. But um, touching back on the Browns real quickly, um, geez, I was fucking filthy. See, it didn't cost me in the end. But oh, the see, step out by Chubb. Chubb reeled off like a 60-yard run, and then got out. to the end zone, and stepped out of bounds instead of running it over for a touchdown because he's wanted to chew up the clock. Now, I get it, but like when that happened, there was 55 seconds on the clock. So he scores, they're up 10 to 7. He scores that touchdown. They go up 16 to 7. They kick the extra point. Yeah. They got 17 to 7. Are the Texans really going to score 18, like 8 points in, no, so sorry, uh, it would have been 7 to 7. Yeah. Texans needed 10 points in 51 seconds. Mm. Okay, he was doing the team thing. It scored 7 points in 3 and a half quarters. Exactly, man. Like, they didn't need, he didn't need to do it. I was actually. Lucky I didn't see that live. It was only brought to my attention after the game. Yeah. But I would have been fucking filthy watching yeah. that game, losing out on six fantasy points. Uh, yeah, for that one. Because I only just won my contest. So that could have been the difference between a win or a loss for me this week. Oh. I know players don't give a fuck about fantasy. Oh, who wrote that always, last week? What was that? Chris Carson. Chris Carson. That's yes. right. I don't give a fuck about your... They always say... I think, um, I think um, MVS for the Packers said it a few times this year. He's like, look, guys, I can't stress this enough. I could not give one fuck about the fantasy funny. teams. It is pretty but, um, funny that, yeah. Look, I think just hit them up. Like, come on, where the fucking people at? I think the Browns have got weapons on offense and on defense, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know what it is. They just they can't. I don't know. Is it a bake? I don't know what it is, but they just don't seem to put it together. Culture. You can just get yeah, no, We've seen this for ages, and no, I agree with that. Some teams just in sports just have a yeah. losing culture, and as good as they may get all the talent they may have, they just can't break the shackles of that losing culture. I just reckon Baker's no good as well. Oh, I don't think yeah. he's that great, nah. Like, he just, yeah. So, the, so the Browns... So that's just that whole game, and playing in Ohio is going in the dumpster because it just looks horrible. Yeah, it is, yeah. Well. So do you want to do the sound I'll effect? I'll do it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, once again, I'm going to put the Jets in there, even though they had their bye. I think they're still worthy of being in there. They are still 0-9, and nine, so they still do not have the win. Uh, more reports coming out this week, but Lawrence still doesn't want to go there. So it's going to be interesting. It, it could be an Eli Manning situation when 
Um, he flat out just yes. said that he's not going to go to the San Diego Chargers. So do not take this sort of thing. So it's going to you're going to still take him if he doesn't want to be there. Uh, I still think it's going to be a hey, who do you want to co- coach you? And yeah. yeah, we'll do some sort of. Clearly, Adam Gase is not a good coach. Nah, whether you want to call his schemes are bad or quite clearly he has no rapport with his players. He has no uh, his schemes are uh, they're just. They're just, he's just not up to it. It's no. like Brian said. He doesn't scheme times. to his players. He yeah. gets, tries to make the players go to his schemes. It's yeah. just dumb. Look, like Brian said a few times, he is only there because they want to lose. They need to and lose. he's excellent at losing. Why so pay him out just, now? Exactly. Yeah. Why pay him yeah. out and pay someone else? So I know, I agree. No I agree. Um, so, John. Uh, and, well, actually, now the Giants... The match away. They've almost got one foot out of the dumpster. Bro, the Giants are going to win the division. They're going to win the division. As a team in the dumpster, they're going to win the division. I know. That division should be in the dumpster. Well, it is. It, I mean, the NFC East is always in there. It's never really going to sort of get itself out. I mean, the Cowboys had to buy. So, Do you think it's time that Eagles hand back their Super Bowl? Well, I, I was going to say, if you want to do the sound effect... <laughs> Next up in the dumpster is the Eagles. Yeah. Um, I mean, Carson Wentz is no good. I foolishly put him into my lineup. Yeah, he had the Giants because he, he had a nice run coming up too, didn't he? He had a twenty-eight or something a few weeks ago. Yeah, uh, and he just played like he normally does. Yeah. So uh, if it got to a if necessary. Uh, I would play a benched backup <laughs> over Carson Wentz <laughs> yeah. in the future in the hope the off chance that the, the backup was on a team that had an, either an injured starter or they blew out and he got on and maybe threw five or six balls because I just can't I just can't handle having Wentz on my roster ever again. Is yeah. Wentz on big money? What's his contract situation like? No, I think he didn't he sign his extension last he year. He did sign it last year? I think so. Okay. I was just, but, I was just curious what he would But like, I mean... I don't know if you remember back to their Super Bowl year. I know one bloke in our league, that's all he talks about is their Super Bowl. But um, his 10 weeks, I think, before he did his ACL, were pretty fucking good. Like, oh, he was, he was unbelievable that year. Yeah, 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 yeah. But honestly, since then, he has been dog shit. Yeah. Like, he does nothing that impresses me. I don't think he does anything that, like, he's a little bit courageous, but that's fucking about it. Like, he doesn't throw it at all well, doesn't run well. So... Yeah, I think it is almost time they hand back their Super Bowl, John. No, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that, Brian. You got no, no complaints for me on that one. Um, do you... Was that the last... Well, no, the sound effect, please. Thank you. Uh, just quickly, CMC's injury, like, he just fucking... I don't know what's wrong with him this year. Like, now he's got this shoulder complaint. Um, like, there's every chance they could ice him. For oh, I was going to say, they're probably going to ice him now. Yeah, they're going to play him. Well. So, look... I took him with the number one pick. He hasn't really been there much. I'm pretty ropeable about it, but... You need to be processed focused, mate. He was always the number one pick. I know. I know. I know. He did. I was never going to take him right now. was 100%. And the fact that I'm still top of the league and I've had him for like one week is uh, pretty good. So, sound effect, please, John. And that's the whole... And finally, oh, no, I just... Well, I've got Jesus one more Christ. just for a special guest that's here. I'm putting Russell Wilson in the dumpster. In the dumpster. Oh, here we go. I had him penciled in for the MVP. Um, he was on a hot streak. He was like... He probably was going home giving Sierra one every second night. He would have been lighting it up. But, nah, he has just... 
He's fallen off a cliff. Well, look, I think that's deliberately <laughs> in there to antagonise the guest. Um, but he's not playing at his best. Um, but, you know, this week's another championship opportunity, as he would say. And, but see, uh, we put him in high standards, so when he doesn't perform to them, he gets in the And dumpster. playing against Kyler this week, there's every chance for five TDs each. Yeah, it could yeah, be a ripping game. It could be a nice game, game, actually. But yeah, either way, he's still in the dumpster. So that will round out the dumpster for this week, John. So if you want to do the sound effects, please. <laughs> Thank you. And why am I the sound effect guy now? Uh, it was no, your sound effect. Better. I think you're better the at it. The guest doesn't do the sound effects. No. <laughs> no. Um, all right, so that's your dumpster yep. for this week. Yep. So um, we did tease you guys before with a um, Wheeler with an Odell Beckham story. So um, for those who don't know, Wheeler has been to the States multiple times, seen a few games over there in Seattle. Um, and yeah, he's got some mates that have been over there mixed with NFL plays and all the like. So I'll... Throw the mic over to Wheeler and, um, yeah, look for his for a little little story. This, this is just just for a bit of perspective on um, just a lot, like what some of the, the higher-end stars uh, deal with over there. Now, this story involves... It doesn't have an amazing sort of crescendo or anything like that, um, but, you know, it's just interesting, I think, I yep. guess. Um, so I went overseas at the end of last year just for a week to go and watch a Seahawks, Seahawks Rams, which was... Absolutely horrific. Amazing trip. Shocking game. Very reminiscent of the game just went by. That's beside the point, though. So I was talking to a friend of mine, uh, Ross. Uh, Ross used to be an employer of mine uh, when I used to work in the nightclub industry. Shout out Ross. Shout out Pony. Shout out Ladi Da. Uh, he is a very, very good man. Um, he is from uh, the greater west here in Victoria. Lovely area name. Where it be? Um, and he, um, he knew, he knows a gentleman by the name of Brad Wing, who played for the LSU Tigers and who has played for the New York Giants and someone else. Shout out Brad if you want to come on the podcast. Shout out Brad Wing. Brad Um, could maybe come on the podcast, right? Could be a chance to get Brad, Aussie guy. So he, uh, he, he went to LSU with Odell Beckham. Uh, for whatever reason, the uh, WR1 and the punter got on like a, <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a house on fire. Unheard of. Yeah. So, First and last time in history. So when I was looking for um, just some info, I went and saw Ross and a couple of the other boys. Um, I was just saying, I'm going to the States. And Ross just said, I just got back. Uh, I went and saw Brad. Uh, and you oh, had a crazy trip. So what happened? He goes, oh, so there's um like a, a player, you, you like NFL, yeah, yeah. Now Beckham, I'm like, yeah, I've heard of him. Uh, he goes, oh man, fucking crazy. So what happened was, uh, Ross got over there, very tired from the trip. Now, Ross, you know, if you hear this, uh, I'm not going to say anything that you didn't tell me. There's no mayo. <laughs> I know you're not a mayo guy, so none of this is going to be out of line. But anyway, just a little bit of a look inside. Um, gets gets there, speaks to Brad. Gets from Australia, you know, you leave Australia at 10.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. like, you can't sleep on those flights, it's yeah. like, it's all day, you're watching movies, you're jet lag, you get to America, it's early in the morning. Gets there, and, and Brad tells him, uh, mount up, kid, we're going, we're going out, we're going out to a party tonight. He goes, mate, I'm, I'm, fucking, I'm exhausted, I've been out all day, like, I'm in a flight all day, I'm not up for it. He goes, trust me, mate, I'm coming over, I'm picking you up. <laughs> so he comes, picks him up, he goes, come on, we're going out to a party, we need to go pick up me, mate, first. 
gets in the car. Got him. Ross has got himself up. He's he's got a bit of jet lag, but you know when you go overseas, you get that sort of like that bit of rush, like yeah, you, you see legs. Keen to like yeah. the ground running. You get your sea legs and you sort of you get into it. Anyway, he gets in the car and they head up to quite clearly what is an affluent area of LA. You know, it could be um, could be a Bel Air, could be a, a Hollywood Hills, Calabasas, that kind of vibe, right? Goes up, go to this monstrous rental, and 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 keep in mind this is um, summertime, off season. Uh, so he, he he goes up, uh, go up to the door, ding dong. Man who answers the door, Odell Beckham Jr. Fuck. <laughs> um, Did he know who he was? Like, is he an NFL guy? Or does he? I believe I can't remember the exact detail. Ross not an NFL guy at all, but had knew the name yeah. and knew the face. Would have seen the catch and all that kind of thing. And knew by their location that this was not another kicker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I think a few of us would have recently seen a video Odell Beckham put up in his closet. Mm-hmm. Did we see that? Uh, look, look through his closet, which yeah, was you know so good. probably about one or two hundred square meters. So that's the house that they were in in LA, which is um, he spends a bit of time in when he's not out in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> um, go in, and Odell is just extremely accommodating. Obviously, he's very excited to see his good mate Brad. Uh, and Brad said, I got my mate here from Australia, and he's just brought him in like one of the boys. I mean, this is a really, really good, positive story for Odell. He's, he's one of the fellas, right? Um, come in, come and have a check, you know, check out that pad. It's just them. There's no one there. There's no entourage. There's no one else. Just Odell getting ready. And the closet, he saw the closet. He's taking him on a bit of a tour. And being a Nike athlete, he's obviously got a lot of um, a lot of product, a lot of product laying around. And he took him sort of a bit of a tour. was flicking him some product. Have a look at this. Picked up a, um, a football boot, chucked it to him. Chucked it to Ross, caught it. Had Cristiano Ronaldo's signature on it. <laughs> it was just lying on the floor. Who that? Anyway, they go, well, you going? He goes, yeah, yeah, we're going. Where are we off to, by the way? Um, <laughs> for the music aficionados out there, they were actually off to Machine Gun Kelly's birthday party. Oh, <laughs> me and Rob chatted about this. Yeah. Huge MGK guy. Until he did and his fucking his punk look, album. His recent album, we weren't massive fans of, but Bullshit. massive. Like, yeah. um, uh, Hotel Diablo. Yeah. Well, honestly, I'll say one of the great albums. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, Jagging Megan Fox now as well. Yeah, so yeah Fox is in the yeah. Doing very well. Anyway, so yeah, so look, I mean, they uh, go, yeah, we're going, and this is off season. It's off season, but not like totally off. Like Odell's getting ready for the season. He goes, I'm driving. And I don't know if you've seen the custom Rolls Royce colour that he's got. That's the orange one, isn't it? That with where he's replaced the Rolls Royce ornament with an ornament of himself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And what is it? Um, does the ornament? Go in and pop in and come back out of the air. Well, that's, go, a, that's a standard feature on new rolls. Oh, okay, it okay, comes okay, in, okay. So people don't knock them off. But anyway, they get in and he goes, yeah, I'm driving. So they get into, Ross has been in the orange and brown <laughs> Rolls Royce. Yeah. And I know that he's not lying because A, I know he's not a liar, but B, I've seen the pictures uh, of all this. So I've seen the photographs of this. He's in the rolls and um, he said they had to stop at a 7-Eleven or somewhere and he goes, mate, we're in a fucking bright orange Rolls Royce. And he's just stopping. He runs in. And in the time that he'd gone to the, get a couple, of, like a couple of Gatorades for himself to come back to the car, he had a mob. He had phones in his face. And Ross is delirious from jet lag. And he still doesn't quite know. <laughs> Hasn't grasped like, what's happening. Yeah. And like the magnitude of OBJ's celebrity. So they go up. They get to the party. And there's get there, people everywhere. But clearly only you know, security. Then more security. More security. They get inside. Beckham pops out. And it's immediately large... Bounces surrounding them. Yep. So, uh, and they, she goes, they check. Do you want us to hang out with you tonight? Do you not? 
What do you want? And he's like, I'll just walk us in and we'll suss it out. So they go in and um, Ross is immediately looking around, looks to one side and he's got a Diddy sighting. Fuck. Looks to another side and he's got, you know, other sightings of other athletes and musicians. MGK be there, obviously. MGK there, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) And he goes in and he's just like, this is crazy. Like, this is just wild. And Ross, uh, he's he's a nightclubman. He works in the nightclub industry, spends a lot of time on the gram, big on, you know, what we now refer to as influencers. Yeah. Those kind of things. Um, So, spends a fair bit of time looking at girls to who's good enough to promote the nightclub mm-hmm. so you know his explore page on instagram is obviously covered with zingers. with young zingers right <laughs> um i'd never heard of this woman before well i was right i'm putting the cart before the horse here they they go in they're hanging out people are trying to get near him but security's blocking them off odell is literally talking to ross like he's they're genuinely interested him and brad are getting on like a house on fire old mates well, they are old mates Talking to Ross, what you go, what do you do? Fucking Ross has probably put mayo in his like club experience. I mean, they're very, very full Ross, but they're not, you know. Yeah. You're not putting, you're not excess or, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. No drays or leaves. That's right. That so, so, so Odell's getting, getting chummy. But people are trying to get in, people are trying to get in. Bloke getting nowhere near it. Girls are coming in. He's not interested. Young brunette woman, um, Madison Beer, her name is. Yeah. Now, Driller. For those that haven't seen, we'll get a pick on the page at the Punt Returners. Driller. Driller. Like Driller. multiple million American like followers. Yeah, American. 21.4 to be precise. 21.4, ah. right? Ross records. Ross recognizes her, knows her, seen her head before, and is just, she's drop dead gorgeous, he records. Yep. She walks up, she gets past Boogs, right? And gets into the like little inner circle they got there. And she. Gets it Odell's grill, and I can't remember the exact words, but the words were to the extent of, if you want me, you can have me. <laughs> right? And Odell, cool as a cucumber, <laughs> just looks at her and goes, no, nah, not tonight, baby. <laughs> why the why though? Why would he do that? Why not, man? He's not interested. But he can jag her. So this is the level that he's on, right? And he goes, not tonight, I'm hanging out with the boys. He gave a genuine... Bros before hoes. Yeah. To Madison B. Like I said, you, Driller. Sit, you guys are probably sitting there thinking, oh, yeah, who cares or whatever. But we'll, sh- we'll show you a photo of Madison yeah. B. She's And go and check it out when she went to the VMAs. <laughs> it's all I'm going to say from this year. Um, and anyway, though, we got on like a house on fire. Anyway, long story short, night's over. Uh, end of the night. Um, Brad, see, you know, catch your man more. You know, I'm going to catch your Uber here. We'll get catch you later. Rah, rah. Uh, Odell hits up Ross, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out. I've got a party on Sunday, right? Uh, you, you can come as well. He goes, oh, Brad's not here. He goes, no, no, it's all good, man. You can come. He goes, just one of the boys, another kind of someone I play with or, or play against or something. Play with. <laughs> and Ross is like, what the fuck is happening? So he's taking a genuine liking to genuine him. Genuine liking to him. Like, yeah. He's got his number. Yeah. Like, gave him his phone number, right? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll come. This is like on a Thursday night. He didn't. Ross ended up calling him and not going. And Anyway, in a conversation, they found out the party that he was going to. Von Miller's party. Fuck! <laughs> that would be unbelievable. And so, like, he didn't go. He just couldn't be fucked up. He didn't go. He wouldn't go by himself. So, you know. Fair enough, too. You might just, like... Obviously, I've never been in that situation. No, none of us have. But, like, you would be deer in the headlights. You would. Like, you just would. You wouldn't know what to do at the function. Even, like, any of us who happen to ever be in that situation would be hanging out with OBJ. 
you would fucking, I would shrivel. You would. To just nothing. You so would. It's, let's add a fistful. <laughs> what, um, what was the other Miller's, not Von Miller, who was the other, maybe it was Von Miller. Um, anyway, so I, this was, back in 2013, when we were in uh, the States as well, I, 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 was, I was there with a couple of mates, and we'd just done like five days in Ultra, um, in Miami for Ultra Music Festival, and then we come to Vegas, and we were on the back end of, I think, four or five days there. We'd just been going out every night, all day, flat out, we were fucked. It was actually, and this is probably one of the biggest regrets of my life. So we met a promoter over there in Vegas, Brian, you I've seen some photos of this guy, our man Sluggo. Oh. Big, big Trump guy, huge Trump guy. Anyway. Gone underground recently. Has gone very underground. He was our promoter the first night in Vegas. Mm-hmm. And we had, um, so he's obviously been, he's been in the, um, you know, the not in the whole Vegas nightclub promoting scene for years. So he knows, he's had seen a lot of celebs and all the rest of it. Yeah. And um, he's a huge NFL guy, massive NFL guy. Mm-hmm. And... So my birthday was the 27th of March and his birthday was actually the same day. And then on the first night, like he, like he takes, he, he's one of these guys that's like a girl from Diamond Valley. They have, their birthday lasts a week. Every night's a fucking big thing. So he's talking to us and he's like, oh, you know, um, you know, hey guys, it's my birthday on Sunday. We're going to go out. I'm like, what's your birthday, man? He's like, 27th of March. I'm like, fuck off, that's mine as well. And he popped for like, I didn't really know anything about NFL at this stage. He's popping for me going, oh yeah, man, we've definitely, we're going to do something, we're going to link up, i got a booth here, blah, blah, blah. And he, he, he said the names of a few NFL players. I think one was, I don't know if it was Von Miller, but he was in, he was even in this NFL players' uh, brother party. So they're, they're actually good friends. And a couple guys from G-Unit, not like, um, not... <laughs> Not like Tony Yayo and um, what's 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 your Not the name? famous ones. Yeah, no, 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 after, after, like, it was, um, it was at the company he promoted, so it was all free as well. After three, four days of flat out after Ultra, it came that Sunday, I, we just crashed like no one's ever crashed. And we're just like, oh, you know, it's your birthday, we've, we've got to go and we'll, we'll meet Slugger, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mate, I'm fucked, you guys. And they go, look, we're a bit fucked as well. If you don't want to do anything, I'm like, man, let's just have like a nice dinner or something, all the rest of it. We ended up cutting it. He was messaging, calling us like, where are you? His wine is here, blah, blah, blah. Really? Never chased him up. And then that next day, we saw the photos from his birthday, and there were about four or five NFL guys there. These lowbrow G um, G unit uh, guys were all there as well, and we stayed home in Vegas in our rooms, doing fuck. I was in bed by 10, 30, 11 o'clock Contest on, that on my birthday. Slugger. That slugger you would never have ever expected. <laughs> Go to his arm. I'll show you his. He's I'll, getting you into Lloyd Banks's. Yeah. I'll show you. Um, I'll put a photo up from his birthday on the night. It, it was ridiculous. Like, he... Yeah, he had NFL players and... I didn't really know much about the NFL at all back then. But he had NFL and um, rappers there. On my birthday, it could have had the best night ever. And I went home, sitting in bed, twiddling our thumbs at 10.30. So, oh, well. that was pretty flat from us. So, I can... I feel... Oh, I can't resonate with Rossi because he had... Um, he could be peak could be parting with Odell Beckham. I wouldn't have passed that one up. But, yeah. A few missed opportunities there for... Uh, <laughs> 
bit of yeah, uh, you've crowbarred yours into me. And <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just completely forgot that story until Will uh, bought his up. But um, anyway, thanks for that. It's good to get a bit of insight into, just like I said, we sit here and we kind of say, oh, you know, it's fucking crazy. You know, Odell Beckham could have jagged this hottest fuck bird. But then you think, how many, like, you know, he could probably run, like, you know, the likes of Rihanna and all these, like, not Beyonce now, but he could probably get, you know, any bird that he actually wants. So you're That's right, probably just, why he wasn't interested. Yeah, he like, was probably more interested in sucking back a few, well, waters, I guess, but more interested yeah. in just shooting the shit and, uh, yeah. and hanging He'll out. Probably get, he probably has jagged this since. Exactly. Who knows? Well, and who knows what he might have got up to there. Yeah, correct. <laughs> was there um, shooting the shit? Was there pun intended on that one? Or? No, there wasn't. And I, I, I don't... <laughs> I don't believe that. Jim. I don't want to jump on that wagon. No. I think that's... I, um, really grab, I reckon it's... um We've brought up a Philip. That bird, she's a fuckhead already. Well, those she birds have already gone. drifted off into irrelevance, haven't they? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. She came out and she dropped the... um What the... the she's... The uh, Devin Booker she story. Off, yeah, nine... Nine Suns player, then she did the Odell Beckham bomb. And Straight back to the gutter, I reckon, is where they are. Well, with that being done, now, so here's a little treat for you guys here on the punt returners. Now, we got a bit of backlash, didn't we, last week, Brian, from, we were told, or more me, Ricky, a little bit too pissed on the pod. Way too pissed. You're super annoying live. We had too many seltzers in the end, and um, it actually got hard listening the second half. So, for those that don't know, look, we've banged on about salsas a fair bit here, haven't we, Brian, on the punt return? We have, yeah. It's, it's clearly our drink of choice and the drink of the summer here in Australia. It's and a drink of the podcast. It's a drink of the podcast. We are looking for some sponsors, so maybe we'll get some out of this. Shout out White Claw. Shout out, shout out White Claw. Shout out Saintly. Shout out um, Liberty Coast. Good Tides, all of them. Rainbirds. All of them. Rainbirds. Um, we, now, we did want to do, we Damn. were going to do a blind salsa taste test here tonight because... Um, Brian, myself, and Wheeler, we've been riding the salsa, riding the salsa train. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Riding the salsa train for about a year or so now. We've been right on them. And as soon as they dropped in Australia, we've been all over them. So you probably won't get three blokes who are more in the know with salsas in this country than us, or it can be fair to say. Agreed. Now, um, we've actually had a few tonight. I've had some good times. Brian, some rainbows. Wheeler on the fucking dangerous 6% uh, Saintly's. I saw the chariot out the front too. I don't know. I had the- <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the old corner of the dollar. Hey, you can pick us up real quick. But um, Maybe borrow your BMX, John. You might be able to get it. can, yeah. It can I think you can get there. Dick to drink riding in that as well. You can, you can. Mal can drop you home. She's driving. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah, so what we've done, we thought we were going to do the blind taste test. Then we decided, A, it was going to take us way too long to get one of every can, B, we get two pierced, and it'd be hard listening. So we thought, instead of that, we've come up with a bracket. So we've bracketed our top 16 seltzers available here in Australia. I know there's a lot for all the overseas listeners, and there are plenty of them, mm-hmm. that you have that we don't have access to here. So we've bracketed our yeah, top, um, top seltzers in Australia into, and we've categorized them into, there's the dangerous ones, which is the high percenters, the big brands, the ones that everyone's heard of and knows, then the rest we just uh, scattered into the 250ml um, cans and the 330ml cans. So what we're going to do, we'll go through the bracket, we'll come to a group decision. Consensus. Then, a consensus. And then we'll give you our number one seltzer for you to drink this Australian summer because we know you're going to be all over them. Yeah. So are you happy with that? Yeah. Are you going to put the two... Um... Wild, card wild cards in first. So first of all, we had 
We now all these seltzers on the list. At least one of us has tasted all of them. Sure. So um, we'll be able to give you an opinion on that. Now um, there are two wild cards. So we filled out the bracket. There is one spot left in the two fifty in the two fifty mil um, club and one in the three thirty. So of the wild cards in the three thirty, we've got. So these will take up the last spot in the bracket. For anyone that doesn't know how the bracket works, it's the same as the NCAA college basketball. Or the Australian Tennis Open. Or the Australian for the Tennis Nuffies Open. Playing correct, it. correct. So you win, you progress. You win, you progress. Now, the two wild cards that we had for the 330 mil club were the vacay and versus the titles. Now, for those playing at home, vacay come in a um, they come in a kakadu plum flavor. A few of, <laughs> oh, sorry, guys, I've, I've got the um, what are they called? I've got the the numbers on each one. So the vacay come in a kakadu plum, a pure, a raspberry, and a lime flavor. It's a three thirty mil can, four percent alcohol with sixty one calories. Versus the title, only eighty bucks a slab. Yep. Versus the top, I've got um slabs or uh, prices here. Okay. Most of these come in a four pack between about 70 and 22 bucks. So it's apples for oranges here. <laughs> that was wrong, but you know what I mean. Um, Tidal came in a citrus, a lime, and an artesian seltzer, which for mine, the name artesian seltzer almost writes it off. But yeah, artisan, I believe, is the pronunciation is it, of that uh, word. Isn't it artesian? No. It's artisan. <laughs> artisan. See, this is why we need guys like Wheel on the Pod. <laughs> An artisan seltzer. So we've got um, we've got three thirty mils as well, four point two, so pretty similar to the four and eighty five calories versus the sixty one. So have either of you guys had a vacay or a title? No. Will I don't recall having one of those. No. I've had a vacay and it actually wasn't too too bad. So well, like, we, we can't have a seltzer that hasn't been tried. Well, you should correct. Have- in, well, well these four wild cards, Brian, were the ones that we hadn't tasted as much. We'd only had one between the three of us, so that's why they're the ones. I understand our... that, John. Yeah. yeah. You so could that... have put the one that Lucas had on in uh, Dalesford on the weekend. Which was that yeah. one? That was the... Uh... Uh, that was... i got to hear. Don't worry. That was a Ray, wasn't it? No. No, no, no. No, no, no this that... one here, the vodka lime, the little love. Vodka, soda, and natural lime with elderflower. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. What was that one it called? It is a little bit different up that way, mate. It's the little love. All right, let's let's put that in. So fuck vacay off. Just put it vac- straight into the tournament. It that, it is. So we've got the little. There love. was actually another brand up there which was very off road. They had a sarsaparilla. Oh, I saw that. And they had another flavor called Indigo Punch, which sounds. Sounds pretty aggressive. <laughs> what flavour can... Well, what sauce can is that in? If that's 250... It's, what, it's a 330. Oh, we need a 330. <laughs> no, sorry. I fu- that little love was a 330. Oh, Do not matter. fuck it. Little love is a 330. Let's put... Well, have you guys... The the um, the wild card for the 250 was a Sips versus a Dalvey. Have you guys had either of those? No. Will? Never heard of them. No, don't know. Nah, well then fuck it. Let's fuck the wild cards off. And let's get your <laughs> other one in. What was that one there you just mentioned? Uh, Bilson's. Bilson's. Did you drink one of them? I did. Yeah. I just had raspberry. So Shout out to Rachel Bilson, That's someone it. from the OC back in the day. That's right. Very, very zingy. Would have loved to. Who do you... Just real quickly, I'm working on my track. Just give me a quick one word answer. Who do you reckon was better? 
Summer or Anna? Remember Seth had that Anna. big decision? No, actually the bird who worked in the... The one that worked in the live music venue? Uh, um, With the butterfly. Alex or Alexa yeah. or something? She yeah. was the best. She was yeah. the best out of the entire she life. Was, she was. That's very true. Yeah. You big OC guy, Will? No, I just know the uh, could see main Will. bird and Bilson. Could you see Will strutting around the OC? Yeah. He would be mates with like Luke and all those. The big 100% job. did strut around the OC, 2005. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I went to the OC as well. Very good place. Um... <laughs> we'll just leave that we, As we say here Brian Digress We do digress Alright so our bracket is set So let's kick things off with the These are the 250 clubs So these are the 250 mil cans right mm-hmm. We're going Our number one seed And I've gone the saintly four, The saintly 4% Now saintly come in two versions So it comes on this twice So the saintly 4% Here we are operating a, We're not going through no, like line real, for line. Real quickly, 250 mil can, 4% alcohol, 62 cows versus the Bilson. <laughs> We're not going through them line by line, mate. Who have you got, Saintly or Bilson? Fair to say we've all got Saintly on Saintly, that one. Yeah. yeah. So that's a Saintly. Poor Bilson. How do you not have Smirnoff in here? Uh, Smirnoff PC, my friend. Okay, Trust me, everything's Sorry, here. 250s, I thought that was. No, nah, no. Nah. How have you got that in big brass? Because. Smirnoff's a big brand, no big brand, like the well-known brand. brand. Okay, sorry, my eyes. And now our other, our other one, we've got in the two hundred and fifty club, we've got the Liberty Coasts, which are op- no Brian. Look, I'll just say this: Liberty Coasts are only three point five percent. As they're like West Coast coolers, they shower hit the showers for me. Because are three point five percent very good. <laughs> that versus, and they're not because versus the Sunly, which me and Brian had last week, which come in a ginger lemon, a blood orange grapefruit, and this was right them off for me. A Davidson plum and berry, whatever the fuck Davidson plum means. We had Sunday last week. We had, fucking the, we had the blood orange. It was dog shit. I'm, I'm going Liberty Coast. Yeah, right. you deciding vote. I'm Liberty Coast. Liberty Coast. Oh, well, Liberty this is Coast an easy, let's just stay in this bracket. Saintly progresses. And then yep. Yeah, and so Saintly is going to progress. Saintly is going to progress to the next round. Um, so Saintly will progress over Liberty Coast as well out of the 250 club. So we've got Saintly. That's an easy one. That's a saintly four percent. That's a saintly four percenters. No, you. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Now, now, we've got the now. Now we're going over to the big brands. These are the heavy hitters. These are the ones that we all know. We've got the one seed White Claw versus the four seed. I put this in because people know Moon Dog, the Moon Dog Fizzer. Now, I've, I don't know if you guys have had a Moon Dog Fizzer. I've had them. Absolutely delicious. Come in a tropical strawberry and cream, a piney limey. And a coconut mango flavor. We're in 104 cows, so we're high in the cows. Four percent elk. White now, claw is true because it's the OG and it, it's the biggest and the famous. I agree with that as well. Um, the Moon Dog Fizzes, trust, are delicious, but they just taste like drinking soda. They don't doesn't taste alcoholy, too sugary for mine, too high cows. And when you're drinking um, seltzers, that's they sound wine. like a prime target for next year's bracket. Got to lose one before you can yeah, win nah, one. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So we've got the we've got the white claw, the white claw there going through. Now we're going Smirnoff versus the actual Smirnoff's a dog shit. Actuals are actually Smirnoff. a CUB seltzer. Um, Smirnoff are operating lime, raspberry, a rose, and a passion fruit flavor. John, we're not going. Through but, every <laughs> no, bro, we have to because people need to know. We got four hour podcast advertising nah. every seltzer. I'm scrapping my Lucas Wheeler segment later. No, keep that. We've got five percent alcohol on these bad boys, so better in the alcohol. Seventy cows on the Smirnies versus the actual 4.2, 69 cows. 
What do you reckon? Well, I don't like the Smirnoffs at all. They lack flavour for me. They're just they're just super dry. The lime is shocking. I the lime I thought didn't add a lot. I didn't mind the passion fruit to be honest, but I reckon unfortunately, adds, John, I'm already decided it's actual. You're actual. Yeah. So actual is getting the nod over Smirnoff. So actual go up against White Claw. So just put White Claw through. We're going White and Claw through as well. Four percent as well. So we'll just hold on that for a second, bro. We'll get to the final four. Now, we're heading down to the 330 Club, which is the 330 Millers. We've got, what I'm sipping on tonight, the Good Tides at one seed versus Wheeler's Little Love. Good Tides. It's Good Tides in a canter. And they've also got the Brookvale Unions, which offer a little bit. The Brookvale, I did all this research. He's only let me do it. 4% alcohol, 90 cals, comes with a grapefruit and a lime orange bitters. I'm going Ray. Versus the Ray. I myself haven't had a Ray. I've had the Ray. They're quite delightful. 4.5 and 88 cals. So very similar, these two. You're going Ray. And a local product, being a Footscrave. All of these are pretty much Australian. Will, what are your thoughts between the Ray and the Brookvale Union? I haven't had a Ray. I so like I'm the Ray. Gonna, I was going to have to go Brookvale Union, but we're going to Ray. <laughs> So Ray's got the nod there as well. Now, these this is the my favorite category. This is the uh, dangerous shout one. Shout out Kilburn Hotel, Ray uh Watermelon yeah. Seltzer on tap, $26 jugs. $26 George. jugs, we're gonna get there ASAP, I reckon. That'll be delicious. Um, this is my favorite category. This is the dangerous ones. These are your hyper centers. Now, Rainbow actually feature in this category <laughs> twice because they've got Rainbird. Rainbird, sorry, Rainbird, Rain my apologies, my apologies. Oh <laughs> Sorry, Brian's had a Rainbird tonight. Um, now, the Rainbird's coming in 8 and a 6%er. And we've also got Hint in here at 5% and a saintly, the Saintly 6%ers as well. So for the first matchup, we've got the Rainbird 8% versus the Hint 5%. What are you going? 8%. I really 8%er, enjoyed, real I'll, lethal stuff. I've got Hint at 5 but we'll go the Rainbird 8%. Now... The saintly 6%, which is what Will has been sipping on. I'm going saintly. Will has been sipping on these tonight. I'm just going to read you out the line for that. The saintly 8% is... 6%. 6%, sorry. I've got too many things on my page. These come in a forbidden pink grapefruit. So That's what I've been drinking tonight. Which Will is sitting on. These are 6% 89 cows. Are we going, I'm going saintly as well over the Rainbird yeah. 6. Unanimous. Yeah. Done. And... So we're going to go through that one. Do we want Rainbird 8% or Saintly, Saintly 6%? Saintly. Saintly easily. Now, we've got the 330 Club here. It's our last before we get into the, you've already um, just done the final the three, four. You've already just done the 330 Club. No, no, right, no. So, no, so, we have, so we didn't choose between the Good Tide. So I'm going back to the 330 good Club. Good Tide rolls, Ray. I had this all planned out with stats and, and you've thrown me off and it's a mess. I've got Good Tide over Ray. Do you? Yeah. Ray. Well, I think so, yeah. So our final four... We've got... No. Yeah, our final four. We've got Saintly on the west... On the east bracket... Never east, sorry, we On the west bracket... <laughs> on the west bracket... <laughs> we've got the Saintly 4%ers versus the Saintly 6%ers. Now, let me just do these stats. We've got 6% 89 cows in a 250ml can versus 4% 90 cows in a 330ml can. Uh, in a two, uh, um, six to two cows, I mean. I want to go so, back to ISO. <laughs> have we got Saintly 4% or Saintly 6%? We're going six. with the big boys? Six. Six. Saintly, Saintly 6%. 6%. This has been delicious. Drink, I honestly wouldn't drink a 4%. No. Not when you can get a 6%, like. You only want to drink these to get lit up, and the Saintly 6% will definitely do that. So we've got... Going to the championship, we've got the Saintly 
Now, they're going to come against the East contender. Hold on. Okay. Did with, you knock off the, the... I don't understand how you've Sorry, done this. for those of you that are playing at home, I'll put up a proper thing on the punt returners that, page. Oh, so you the, went that way, that way, not that way, that way. And that's how you go. Oh, is it? I'm doing... I will put up a thing in a bracket with the proper bracket with the stats and everything because I did too much research today to let these just fucking go just to shit. Just do this on your dad's dime tomorrow. So, <laughs> the east bracket, we've got the white claw. Now, let me just stat rattle you these. 4.5 alcohol. Stat rattle. Stat rattle. 95 cows in a 330ml can. Comes in a lime, a mango, which would be delicious, and a ruby grapefruit. They do well to get 85 cows in a 330 can. Correct. Versus the grape, uh, versus the good ties, which are operating 330ml can as well, 4.3 alk and 85% cal. So 0.2 alk less, but 10 cals less. And they come in a lime and a raspberry. So do you guys want the white claw or the good tide? It's a tough. Oh, I'm sorry, was it for good tide or? The white claw. I've drank a lot of both. I, I really enjoy the good tide. What do you um, reckon the best flavour of White Claw is? Mm, I've only had the White Claw, I've only had the lime oh and the ruby grapefruit, I haven't had the mango yet. I'm a huge mango guy, Same. so I think mango could have been, could be a game changer because you don't get any of the others in mango. Uh, no, there are a couple, oh, let me do my research. Um, but yeah, this one is clearly the best mango I think it would be. The I'll go Good Tides, but... Yeah, I'm really, really more accessible cool. as well. The reason I'm going for the accessibility of the good tides, correct? Good, Everywhere. Good tides are in Dan's, good tides are in uh, BWS. Land, BWS, they're in yeah. Australian company as well. Maybe something we should factor in. Yeah, I think. Oh, we're going good tide. This yeah. could be. Are you a white one? Oh, I'm going good tide. Good tide. Good, tide. Like good tide's got it. Yeah, yeah. Hit the good tide's got it. Yeah, good tide's got it. So <laughs> So we've got an Australian, so we've got... Which I would think would give Saintly the absolute W. Yeah. So we've got Good Tide versus Saintly 6%. So I think we are, we're all Saintly fans. Everyone's so. been playing for second yeah. from the get-go. I agree. Is it safe to say that Saintly is the number one... We should have done this first. We're taking more time. Is the number one seltzer, though, in Australia for this summer? Yes. The yes. Saintly 6%, though. So Two flavours, both... Perfect execution. Yeah. The lines are very different. The flavours are, so as I mentioned before, forbidden pink grapefruit and the lime. Yeah. Lime doesn't taste like you're having fucking a soda water. It doesn't, you know, Correct. just when it's presented, you know, it doesn't have the word forbidden lime or anything on it, but it, <laughs> it's got some zip. The pink grapefruit, you know, you were talking about grapefruits last week and you, you kind of had it. It is, generally, if you have the fruit, it is a bit sour. Yeah. This is... It's just got a bit of, just a little bit of electricity on your tongue. It's it's beautiful. We actually, um, me and a couple of the boys that I play basketball with, we had a session on these a couple of Sundays ago, and we were 4th of July lit up after about <laughs> half an hour on them. We punched 30 of these things, like each almost. It was ridiculous. Um, they're delicious. So for those looking at in bottle shops, the saintly 6% come in a black can, whereas the 4% come in a white can. So... Keep an eye out for those, not to get confused, um, and go to the six percenters. But yeah, if you want a quiet day, just sip you on a few, enjoying yourself. Maybe good don't tides. go good the good tides. tides. But if you want to just get absolutely off your head and just yeah lose all inhibitions, go the same with six percenters. Yeah, and um, they are our pick 
for the official, so they're the official seltzer of the punt returners. We'll tag Saintly in We'll that. tag Saintly in. Hopefully they send us some product. But um, yeah, we'll put the whole bracket up on the page as well for you guys to have a look at. But yeah, so Saintly's are uh, the official seltzer of the punt returner. We've Congratulations. Well done Saintly, well done Saintly. So that was good. And when you get too lit doing it, so. Good topic, John. Thanks, Brian. I thought I'd bring it, add a little bit of something. Good to see my research all went to waste, though. Um, a little bit of overkill. Oh, I thought it was good. I was going to just run some super quick stats on each one before we got to them, but... I understand the flavours. I don't think you need the meals and the... We are getting late. It's 9 o'clock. 9.30 or so. 9.45. shit on Wednesday night. Um, well, before we get on to the Hane... Oh, fuck. We still got the Hane cup. We'll quickly just zip through Jesus. it really quickly. Really zip through it. Um, I always forget. Do you want to kick us off with how we went this week? Have you got the results or anything there? Oh, you want me to go on the hang cup rather than the interview of our guests? Oh, we're going to do an have you got the interview question? Yeah, I do. Oh, fuck. Sorry, guys. Brian, see, this is what we're going to have to pre- This is why chat. I... So, Brian's come up with a few little interview questions for our guests. Not a few, just, yeah, just some... Like, I'm an avid follower of Lucas. I think that's fair to say. Big you fan know? of the big one. Uh, we've been friends for a long time. And, um... We go way back. I do enjoy... Sorry, Brian. Yes. Just before you go on, um, we touched on this a little bit earlier. No, we didn't. You did. Mal. Sorry, Mal. Can you join us on the Punt Returners podcast for a second? Everybody, Melina here. Melina, say hello to the fans. Hello, everybody. Now, we had... That sounded weird. Now, <laughs> we had a bit of a chat before about um you set me up here yeah i i say a lot i sometimes get a few sayings wrong i'll get i'll say i get like um sometimes word salad like <laughs> my brain goes to mush and we talked about a reporter on tv who you've seen the video where she loses her mind and can't say those that sentence but she goes all flubbery now we touched on there was a word that you like <laughs> come back come back and it was so nice joining you <laughs> no and there was a word that you <laughs> It's and like, it's your fault. Your brain just doesn't recognise this word for some Why reason. Why do I have to say this on your podcast? This is going this live is to tens of people. Tens of people. The word the audience share. I'm comfortable the, sharing it with you. The listeners. word that you can't say for those who don't know, which yeah. is very easy, aluminium. The Americans say aluminium. Now, just for the fans out there, Melina, can you say? The word aluminium for our audience. Yeah, sure. Go, and say quickly. Don't say go. Okay, so the word is aluminium. Um. <laughs> that's not a gag. That's what she said. I can say. I can't go. say it first. Go. 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 Aluminium foil. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's so fast. I can't say it any other way. Go. 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 Aluminium. Aluminium foil. L. L. U. U. Minium. Min yum foil. Now fast. There you go. Aluminium foil. Aluminium. 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 <laughs> Hold on, I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> Aluminium foil. Yes. Okay. Now say it like you don't have a mental disability. Oh, John. Sure. That's alright. No. It's alright. Say it now again, Mel. <laughs> Aluminium foil. There, that's probably as close as we're gonna get. Thank you for that, Melina. Thanks for joining us, Melina. She um she can't say it. She generally just it's the funniest thing in the world. She can't say um the word specific. I just got it just now. I know. Normally I say specific. I fuck up. Specific. I say I I know it's familiar, but I always say familiar for some 
dumb reason. Uh, I always yeah. just cook that one. Yeah. But uh, it's funny because she has to say words for a living and she can't say that one, which is I think is absolutely crazy. Yeah, she gets to write her own material. Yeah, just mm. runs around. <laughs> I think Hopefully once, there's no aluminium in the website. Once, so, once I think she said she had to say it and she substituted it with tinfoil. She said tinfoil <laughs> instead of... Because there was um, an aluminium foil plan or something went up, so... Um, yeah, there's there's that one. So thanks, Melinda, for joining the pod, and um, we'll throw it back to Brian with his with his interview of Wheeler. Yeah. So, like as I was just touching on before, I do like to follow some of your work on Twitter. Um, now, 2020 has been a weird year, but there's been a few things that I um, probably don't understand any less than what okay. what you write on Twitter at this point in time. Now, I've just written a couple of things down. There's um, dollar sign ESH. Now, what's yeah. that? So, <laughs> so, not knowing... No, we'll get into that. So I say, look, um, just for those of you background, Will has been doing a lot of day trading on Twitter. So this is all like stocks trading yeah. type stuff, yeah? But yeah, like normally, you know, it tweets about the Seahawks, which I understand. But then occasionally, it'll just tweet things like, Dollar E-S-H. Right. So the dollar and then the three letters, that's the equivalent of using a uh, hashtag, but it's for an, uh, a- it's right. for an ASX, it's an ASX ticker code yep. of a company. Now, I know yep. I've heard on the podcast, being a list of myself, that um, <laughs> you refer to it as the crypto. Code. Yeah, we just say it because you don't know what it is. Um, I can assure you it's not cryptocurrency. I'm... Um, <laughs> I've taken a bit more of an active role in my own uh, investment in yep. the Australian Securities Exchange. Uh, and when I use a dollar sign ESH or IBX or whatever <laughs> it might be, um, that's what you would do if you're talking about a particular stock. Right. So if you were talking about, say, like Tulsa stock, it'd be dollar sign TLS. It would be. Yes. Okay, gotcha, Okay, gotcha. see, that clears up a lot of things. So you're, <laughs> so these are, so. I, I'm i a big Dave Portnoy fan. And I see that he, he does yeah. a lot of day trading. He has been recently yeah. since the lockdown. And he talks... I don't even get how it works. So what's the difference between day trading and just normal investments? In so, the well, that's what, that was, John, I was going to get to this today okay. where I was going to say, Lucas, can you explain to us day trading in 50 words? Well, I can, but I'm not day, totally day trading. <laughs> so day trading... Is it's called a better word for it is called scalping, where you put money into and pull money out of stocks based purely on the price movement and not on the quality of the company. So, there are technical indicators that you would look at and you see that a a certain stock is making a move, Mm -hmm. and you go over there and you take a parcel on the assumption that it will continue to make a move, and you would have a benchmark of okay, once I hit 15%, I'm out. That's what I mean. so, so who buys it, or do you just sell it back to the market? Well, the, for every stock trader, there is a buyer. So yeah, right. There is a buyer and a seller. So there's always someone there to buy. I mean, yeah. in any regular day, there is always a buyer. Now, so what? Uh, Except for normal stocks. So, but I but just thought day trading. Sorry, Brian. I just thought day trading was essentially like. So is it a bit like a T twenty sort of version of you know what I mean? Like it's a, a quick flow version where you buy stocks low, like one day, but then. How soon do you generally sell? Like you obviously unbond yeah. and hold yeah. them for years and years. You're kind of buying them and then sell up. You'll buy low one day at 13 cents. They jump up to 16. You quickly just sell and make a, yeah. you know it's it's quick money, a few hundred bucks or a thousand bucks here and there kind of thing. 
Is that how it works or? Well, you your, how much money you make is relative to how much you put in. Oh, and and yeah, obviously the liquidity of the stock, like how easily it is to sell your packet. Like if you want to buy $10,000 worth of stock, you might be on one stock, you might be able to get all of that at one price. Correct. So let's say you can, sure. you can buy 10,000 at 10 cents. But there'll be other stocks where there's only 5,000 available at 10 cents, there's 2,000 at 11 cents, there's okay. another 2,000 at 12 cents, right? If you're in a stock like that, you're less likely to be able, when you want to hit out, to be able to get it all out at the price you at, need. At the one time. So you yeah. go into it with the mindset of, like, fuck. But I'm not, well, I'll just put it, I'm not doing that totally. There are some opportunities to do that, but the my, I'm largely invested in long term more long term but they're still what's called a micro cap so speculative stocks so you're investing more in the company rather than like you aren't yes. saying so like if i but the movements are so volatile at the end of the market that i'm in that it's quite realistic in some instances to for a stock to go up or down yeah 25% in one day that's what I mean. like, yeah, yeah, yeah whereas so, like commonwealth bank or westpac can admit that they're involved in in um money laundering and only lose two and a half percent on a day yeah so you'd have it in your mind where it's so you say okay i want to buy this stock once it goes up 30 percent, i'm selling and like yeah so like um say like it goes 5 10 15 20 25 30 and you know it's going to keep going up you still just you cap out at 30 percent. is that what the day traders do as, as yeah. to not get to it because then otherwise if you say fuck it it's going up so crazy I'll stick with it, but then you're getting too invested in the company and not your Well, they will have a target. They'll have a tar- They won't have a fixed number for everything. Like you mm. can look at one stock and go, okay, I've got a price. If it's trading at 10 cents, I've got a price target of 17. Yep. And it's not just going to go from 10 to 17. It's going to go 10, 10 and a half, 11, 11 and a half. And you keep an eye on how many people are buying. What's the price action like? What are the orders look like does it look like it's still on track to meet what you think it's going to hit if it's yeah. losing momentum at 14 cents you might just pull it there you might because it doesn't go from 14 to 10 you've got chance you've got a chance to to, to to pull it out if it doesn't move the way you think it's going to move so hopefully your boss isn't listening too much to this but how much of your day would you say is consumed by watching the markets and stuff is uh, it a lot yeah it is but I mean given we've got the new COVID normal, I believe is the, uh, the term. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've pushed some of my uh, salaried work to other parts. I mean, I've always had an interest in the equity market and working from home, not having to deal with the commute and people at work. And yep. my salaried screen time is down and my screen time for this is up. Yep. Um, but it is less and less and less given the US election tumultuousness mm-hmm. uh, I've greatly reduced my uh, positions to the point where you're not making trades every day yeah you're just sort of letting you know letting certain things ride yeah um, because you know you're holding on to it for a period of time given that the company's story arc like a biotech company mm. which is um, CRO no, no. Were they doing the? Um, it's all about like um, blood. All the things are in like prosthetic limbs and like skin grafts and the lap. IBX, IBX is the one. IBX, the line is up to nine point six. That's well. It's actually, it's actually. 
as as we close out today at 12 cents today. Well, there you go. So, so that's a very good... I remember that tweet because it was the end of last <laughs> week. So you're talking a 25 to 30% gain in a matter of days. Lovely. Now... It's a nice little boost. It is a nice little boost, but... No wonder you're buying all these kicks. I was, gonna, I was just going to um, say, it's obviously been very lucrative to the great man. I mean, he's rolling around in the Sakai's today just to, oh, I need some new shoes. Bang, I'll just drop... He doesn't get him in a raffle. I'll just drop, yeah, I'll, I'll just drop six bills on him. Um, both you boys actually come with heat today uh, in the kicks department. Um, but yeah, obviously uh, buying some new shoes. Notice you're wearing a lot of essentials clothing these days, Brian. For those no Make no mistake, those purchases have been made because of the <laughs> savings that have been made from being in lockdown. I am absolutely a relative, relative novice or intermediate. Uh, it's... It's it's a very intriguing to me. It's it's made the days uh, move part move by very very quickly. Uh, I've been watching heaps of shit's creek, so you're uh, <laughs> you're a lot more productive than what I am. During and the just day. finally, did you get your prediction for the election right? Because uh, I think dated back, I think I yeah. asked you if you had some inside mail on the election. No, no, I didn't get my prediction exactly right, <laughs> but the sentiment around what I was thinking was right. We got to the same conclusion yeah. via a different path. So, with my man in blue so, getting the W, which was nice. That's exactly right. I think the world, the market, prefers someone who's not insane yeah. to be uh, yeah. at the helm. Very true. Well, look, I mean, it's been interesting to watch you. I've still <laughs> looked at it a lot of times and just thought, what the fuck is going on with this nonsense, to be perfectly honest with <laughs> You do you. Um, even though you tried to explain that in 50 words, I still have no idea what the fuck is <laughs> Now, are you going to join up? I, I might be a crypto guy. No, 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 it's not crypto, though. No, it's not crypto. <laughs> I'll be a stock guy now. Uh, all right, do Look, it's, it's the... the, the uh, it's, it sounds very esoteric and beyond you, but... You know, it, it, it can just be read about by, by anybody. And uh, it, the biggest battle in it is your emotions, not your smarts. Because watching... So that rules me right out. You're watching your balance move up and down in, you know, violent sums of money can be very taxing and you can make foolish decisions both ways. So it's more a test in, in psychology than it is book smarts. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but look, if I get an extra dime or two, I might flick it your way and see if I can turn it into a, um, get it in a pair of Yeezys or something down the table. Very true. <laughs> do you want to continue with the... No, nah, look, that's pretty much it, John. I was just trying to work oh. out if I was ever going to make any sense of the... Um... So, so your, inter- your interview... First, I can't see I'm doing the bunny ears. Which is personal. Your interview with Wheeler was... Hey, so you're trading in the stock market. What is it? That was it. <laughs> Well, it's been playing on my mind all of ISO, John, so I'm glad I've gotten to the bottom of it, to be perfectly honest. Um, all right, we'll quickly just go to the hand cup. Oh, we'll God, go not the now, we'll, we'll skim through this super, super quick. Um, do we want to even look at matchups last week, or do we just want to go nah, through... No, just go through it quickly. Do you want to give a bit of a rundown and wheel of who you think are the, are the movers and shakers in this league um, for this season? Yeah, because that's what we've got all our guests to do so far. So, Yeah, well, look, I mean, obviously, the host across from me, Brian, has obviously been a consistent performer over the, the journey. He's always been there about. always drafted well, I'll say that. Always, I think he puts in a lot more time than maybe he lets on come draft time. Did, it, well, he's a college football guy, so he knows... He's a college football guy. He knows which, um, 
which blokes T. Uh, T Higgins lighting it up. I was literally on the tip of my tongue to pick up a bloke like T Higgins, who's you know placed himself as a wide receiver. One is is a huge get. Um, James Robinson. Yeah, look, James Robinson out there at Jacksonville. It probably makes no sense that a team that can't win is running the ball so heavily. Yeah. But, uh, you know, you know, it is what it is. Um, Darren Waller obviously is a good pickup. Uh, you know, tight end is a very, very, very difficult spot to get right. Um, you know, look, there are other teams that you sort of do expect to be thereabouts. Um, Rocket, yeah, you know, high powered, sometimes goes missing. Um, he likes to talk up his team too, yeah. this idiot. He talks up after his win. He's very, very quiet when he eats the owl, doesn't he? Yeah. I mean, quite clearly, I mean, Fui got one or two rookies right, and he's just, he's gone totally off the reservation with mm. the way he's drafted yeah. to try and bink, you know, rookie on rookie on rookie or sleeper on sleeper on sleeper, yeah. and, it's, and it's bitten him. You know, I say that after losing to him, but like, let's let's be honest. You know, he cop, cop, cop Zeke on a buy, Pat on a buy, uh, copped a copped a, a coma game for DK and, and and AJ Brown. You know, you got me, you got me. But you know, a lot of guys have said that. Like when you've had a lot of players, like you, your big stars, your heavy hitters on a buy. I've just sort of come into the week. I've been going too crazy in the waivers. I'm just kind of written it off as a loss and just said, fuck yeah. it. Whatever comes my way, comes my way. Mm. And I went the route a few years ago of um, really pl- banking on my D and keeping my opponent's scores down. And that's mm. what got me through last year, but it cost me late. This year, I've decided to release the shackles on the offense. Kind of went for a bit more of an air raid style. Um, still confident... It can get me through because the difference between, you know, I'm eighth and I'm eight two games out of first. So See, I'm a huge defense guy. I kept my opponent, Pato, to 91 points this week again. So I've got, I think, the best defense in the league. I'm sub, under 100, sub 100 scores. You know, and shout out Rick Meidler. You know, first year up, doesn't know shit from shoe polish. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I mean, my, a few good ones that I hear. my first draft, I remember distinctly my first draft, <laughs> I read a couple of articles <laughs> and I fronted up and picked polish. Lamar Miller with yeah. my first pick. And I think I might, might, might have gone Tyrod Taylor in the fourth. Like, that's how bad I was was swinging. And this is like four years ago. Yep. And, you know, he's come in and put up some really, some heavy numbers. Uh, I think Ricky's actually, he's points four, considering how low he is on the ladder, he's actually got a very good uh, points four. Yeah. He's, um... Where are we? I'm just bringing it he's up. He's got a lot of good players. Like, you go through his squad. Well, he's got good bench players as he well. He also like... took the two Packers with his two first-round picks, Jones and Adams, which you've mentioned multiple times. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, he's looking at points for uh, 1,161, mm. which is, like, the fourth or fifth best in the league. Do you know mm. what I mean? He's just, unfortunately, come up against um, some teams that are just getting way better scores on the day. But, yeah, yeah he's sitting at ninth. Um... But yeah, I'm looking through the ladder now as well. I mean, Brian is first on the ladder, deserves to be there. Dude probably doesn't deserve to be second. No. Jordy's, yeah, same thing. He's thereabouts. His team's decent enough still. Crooks, who I think still got a very... Doesn't listen to the pod anymore. But uh, he's got a very dangerous team. Um, Sam, I think, will drop out. Um, John O'Candy as well. Well, John O'Candy, I was speaking to John O'Candy during the week. Uh, 
Trying to, was, was that trying to get some sort of deal or something done, or just a general? Uh, no, we, we would have been a little bit busy last week to be perfectly. We we, just, we caught up a couple of days. We caught up a couple of weeks ago uh, for a nourish what, bowl. What, you guys did have oh, a nourish, the did, nourish did you share bowl. Did a nourish bowl? <laughs> Don't get me started there. <laughs> oh, um, we haven't touched on the nourish bowl yet. <laughs> well, look, I want you know we I didn't big macho man and not, <laughs> yeah, no, I've got nothing wrong with a nourish bowl, but. And I do believe I said this in the group chat, and I'm going to share it with the world. It's about the context of the Nourish Bowl. You don't go to the Sporting Globe Hotel at midday on a Monday asking for a Nourish Bowl. You, you wouldn't go to Nutrition Bar and ask for their homebrew, would you? Right? Like, it was just the context of the order. It, sort of, it just was unexpected, and it caught, caught me and Jono Candy off guard. <laughs> and we popped. Um, Jono... We were just commiserating, basically, because we both... I was blowing up on Twitter during the Seahawks game. I didn't know what I was watching. And Jono chimed in, and he just... He said, you know, it's bad this week. You know, Russ is having a, a bye whilst he's still playing, and rah, rah. He's actually picked up... Uh, he's he's following his picking blokes solely by their name. Yeah. I think he's picked up Savlon, is it? Salvon? Yeah. 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 Uh, Ahmed? Oh, the bloke from the, the fish. The fins. Yeah. Yeah. So when you sort of he loves it when you sort of omen betting, it never ends well. And he's a big punter, obviously, Andy. <laughs> so yeah, look, I've got him this week. Um, I don't know if there's going to be any sort of back and forth between us two over the week, but would have thought. I'm hoping to uh, <laughs> probably knock him out of finals contention if I get the chance this week. So it should be good. Yeah, put him to bed, Eric. Yeah. Do you see what else is going on this week? It's almost the wooden spoon cup. Well, I was going to say, yeah, it's um. Because apart from, you'd probably say, the bottom three now, which is Pato at three and seven. And, I mean, Pato to have any... Actually, he's pretty much done. Because for no there's, way, well, no what, there's three games to go, so he, he needed to win all three. Now, Pato's finished. Um, but, yeah, obviously, Tom and uh, Rhino can't make the playoffs. But everybody else, like, Ricky's... I mean, he's two games off third spot. And then um, Willie Southwick, who said one game off third, the rest of us are all tied for third, and then Brian and Rock at the top. So, yeah, it's it's still wide open. Anyone can make it. Yeah. Um, but I'd say for all of us six and four teams, you'd want to win at least two of the next... You'd have, you'd have to win at least two of the next three to show yourself a spot. You reckon? You reckon yeah. eight's the bar? I reckon eight will get you win, yeah. Absolutely. Shit. Because, think about it, I'm seventh, so I'm just outside of playoff spot with six and four. If... I'll win two more. There's no way everyone else above me is going to win two more because they're well, all playing. Well, John, you need to because your points four. My in points the, four is horrible. Yeah, I probably need to win all three to be honest. And I think I've got, I'm fuckers. I've got Rhino, which I probably will win. Um, I think I've got someone else, which is an easy one. But then I've got Crooksy. So Crooksy's going to be. If I've really got a good track record against him, if I can get in his head that week, play some mind games, really fuck him up, and win that one. Um, I'll make playoffs, but yeah, I reckon I'm against it at the minute. You're up against it, you reckon? I'm up against it, yes. Yeah, okay. Oh, you never know, John. I mean, your team's pretty shit, though, so... I, don't... I think my team's not shit, Brian. It's good now that I've got my guys... It's been shit the last few weeks. I've had too many injuries, but I persist. I persisted with the blokes on the bench. I've, I've actually, if you look at my team, I've actually got a pretty good team together. I outmanage myself on the weekend, otherwise... I could put up a 140. So, yeah. Um, look, who knows? We've got three weeks to go. A lot can happen. A lot can change in the landscape of fantasy football. So we'll just um, wait and see what happens. 
Yeah. Oh, you never know. So that's well, that's all the hand cup. Anything else? Geez, we've gone quick through the hand cup this week, haven't we, we? Well, people don't really like it anyway, so probably not the worst thing. Come up to nearly two hours. So I don't know, unless there's much more you guys want to add, um, we could probably look at wrapping this bad boy up. Yeah, I, I don't think there's too much. I mean, we've we've covered seltzers, seltzers, stock stock market. Yep. O, uh, OBJ stories. O, OBJ stories. John stories. More crap, John stories. Mel had a crack on the podcast. Very good, at, very good debut. Um, so now I reckon we're pretty much done. Will anything else you wanted to add on your debut? Any shout outs you want to give to anybody or anything like that? Uh, look, not really. I mean, if you um, if you want any unsolicited uh, financial advice, <laughs> feel free to at the Lucas Wheeler. <laughs> at, at the Lucas Wheeler on That's Twitter. what Blokes going to do. Or, or let's just um, plug their handles a bit more. Mate, just follow him on Twitter. I'm telling yeah. you, you follow some of them, you'll hit on a couple dimes. Look, it's very, it's, it's a very exciting uh, place to be. Uh, the only reason I post on Twitter regarding these things is <laughs> community engagement because I get a, a lot more replies and follows than I do on my C- Seattle Seahawks. <laughs> just tilted posts. So like if you want blokes, spraying the Seahawks and some not, exactly. not crypto tips at Lucas Wheeler on Twitter as well. Well, all that being done, all that being said, yeah, thank you for joining us this week, Will. Um, again, shout out to Tom and Cardi, I think it was, for our new and improved punt returners logo. And yeah, all that being said, Brian, unless you want to interject, you can send us off like you always do. And as you always say on the, uh, the punt returners, why call for a fair catch when you can run it back for a touchdown? See you next week. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>